Hello and welcome to the Rank Kings, a podcast that answers the age-old question, what are our favorite movie quotes? I'm Danny Weiser, with me as always is my co-host and the Jenko to my Schmidt. It's Ty McGowan, what's up dude? What's up? Uh, just I want to give a disclaimer just right off the bat, we're going to cuss during this episode. Yeah, we're 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 popping the explicit Jude. Maybe just don't listen. Jude, you're not going to know most of the movies we're going to talk about anyway. Okay. Also, we're going to throw the explicit tag on here. I'm so sorry, bud. You may just have to skip this one. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> have have to get it out there. I'm going to shoot Tobin a text message too, so you're not going to be able to sneak your way around it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the, so many of the best movie quotes have cuss words. I'm not positive. I actually think I can get away with it for my list. I have read a couple of the emails, so we're definitely going to need them for the emails at least. Yeah. Uh, and I know some of your favorite movies, so I assumed we would have to for your list as well. Yeah, I think the majority, not the majority, but they're almost half of my list has cuss words in it. Yeah. Yeah, um, we talked for a little bit. We couldn't decide if this was just going to be shorter quotes or if like speeches were going to be allowed. We decided we're going to save speeches slash monologues for a separate episode. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, because that way we can include TV and books mm-hmm. or video games. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we're gonna, we're going to save speeches and monologues. So these are just shorter, like no more than like two three sentences type type quotes that we're sticking with for this episode so bex before you attack danny for not having (laughs) sam's speech from the two towers just calm down it'll come eventually hey bud why don't you uh why don't you wait before you say what is and isn't on my list okay (laughs) the speech you know the whole the big speech that everyone knows that you recite to yourself in the mirror before you go to bed every night you know that one (laughs) (laughs) listen everybody positive affirmations are a good and healthy thing okay (laughs) Um, all right, your list A, if you want to just go ahead and get into it. I do. Uh, I don't know, because I don't want to bring this up if it's on your list. Do you have any Nacho Libre quotes? No. I uh, My confession, and not a big Nacho Libre guy. Okay, I do want to bring this up, because while I was researching quotes, there's actually like a pretty strong quote from a very ridiculous movie. Um, but <laughs> it is, I am the gatekeeper of my own destiny, and I will have my glory day in the hot sun. Like, that's a pretty strong quote from Nacho Libre. And I was just very surprised that that was in that movie. We're just throwing out a fourth honorable mention, not official, not being submitted to the judge, just, just needs to be out there. On neither list, I just wanted yeah. to, to bring that up. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, but my honorable mention theme is quotes that are so bad that they're actually good. I like that. Yeah. That's good. So first one up, obviously, is from you know your masterpiece, Con Air. Um, and it is put the money back in the box i said put the bunny back in the box what an incredible movie that you just don't understand (laughs) the brilliance of i don't get it uh our friends austin danger pod just did a con air episode by the way and it's excellent remember when mckenzie said that nick cage was actually doing a good job acting in that movie (laughs) yeah i listen (laughs) I'm not co-signing every opinion, but it's a very good episode. Um, God, what a good movie. Okay, my next one is this. I know you seem like you're not a fan of, you got to watch it. It's so bad. Movies. Mm. This one, you like really, I think you would laugh through 
the terribleness. It's considered yep. like the worst movie of all time. It's The Room. Uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen, like all those guys, did a movie about it, The Disaster Artist, uh, back in 2017. Okay. Um, but it's this line. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. It's it's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. I literally, <laughs> like, my inflection was almost exactly like the real quote. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm there. It this, I mean, you just got to, like, look up this video and just be like, oh, okay. I get the vibe now. Okay, got I got it. Uh, but somewhere Kev is happy that's included on someone's list. Um, and then my last one from the classic, The Goonies. Oh, yeah, yep, 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 yep. It was coming <laughs> because it's their time, their time up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. Because it's their time, their time up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here such a bad line everything about it is so bad. <laughs> so bad the delivery is bad the writing's bad it's just awful and i love it you know what it makes me cry every single time really because it's just line. like i get it it's so you're saying it wrong but i understand what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> you're saying it it's like good. you just learned english but i get what you're trying to say <laughs> god uh okay this this list was tough because there are going to be 10. These are not my 10 favorite quotes. These are the 10 quotes I like that I could think of while making <laughs> this list. You know what I mean? This is the hardest list maybe ever. Um, I didn't want my list to just be – I didn't want two things to happen. I didn't want it to be filled completely with Lord of the Rings quotes. <laughs> I also didn't want to have to just choose one Lord of the Rings. So I just made it my honorable mentions. Which, which is why I did not include any Lord of the Rings quotes on my list. Bless you. Bless you for that. Um, so my honorable mentions, I just picked one quote from each movie. Okay. Um, it seemed like the sensible, reasonable, not crazy person thing to do while also just like satisfying my self-indulgences, you know? I was looking up quotes from – because Lord of the Rings, I mean, it's very quotable. It has great quotes because Tolkien is like a really good writer. Mm -hmm. And like all the TikToks now about Rings of Power are so hilarious when they're <laughs> like making fun – like someone's like – praise water or something to water and they're just like yeah tolkien probably thought of that great line right um <laughs> but yeah it's very lord of the rings amazing because tolkien's like one of the greatest writers of all time i think fellowship has more better quotes than any of the other two yeah yeah while, i agree while doing my research yeah um so i i just did one per movie right um, and so my first one from Fellowship of the Ring, it's Boromir as he's Ooh. dying, his last words. I would have followed you, my brother, my captain, my king. I do not know what strength is in my blood, but I swear to you, I will not let the White City fall. Nor our people fail. Our people. Our people. My king. 
the whole exchange there is so so good except like 80 percent of it is not quotes it's just like breathing and sean bean acting but that specific quote i got waterworks every single time 20 uh, preceded by 20 minutes of sean bean getting shot with like 20 <laughs> arrows with the thickest arrows in the history of arrows and yeah. long they're so long they're like kid <laughs> yeah. long. They're just tree trunks with tips on the end being <laughs> shot from these bows. Um, my next one, it is from Sam's speech. I did just pick the the line out of Sam's speech because again, I like I have to include it if I want to like be happy with myself. But I also understand the rules, um, and so of course it's there's some good in this world, Mister Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. What do we all belong to, Sam? There's some good in this world, Mr. Furl. And it's worth fighting for. Look, it's it's a great quote. It is not the best quote from that movie. It I, is I don't why, care. Why can't we have some mates? My <laughs> <laughs> god. Oh my god. Um yeah, maybe maybe my favorite line in any movie ever of all time. Um, I just, again, if I was going to put it in my list, my list would have been half Lord of the Rings quotes. I could not have just cut myself down to one. So, What about the uh, legs? And- they don't need those. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, my last one's from Return of the King. It's, of course, my friends, you bowed to no one. Just that moment, the gravity of the moment, the delivery of the line, what precedes it and what comes after it, it's just everything. It's just so, that moment in that movie is perfect. Yeah, that's a great one. Still, I mean, come on. Why can't we have some meats? (laughs) I will, my, I did put pretty much like half of my list is funny picks. I didn't do all serious ones. I thought about just like. I thought about it like I'll just do all really impactful or really insightful, and then I was like, some like my favorite quotes are actually the dumb ones, so I I had to like mix them up. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get in. My number ten is from Superbad, a quote that makes nice. me laugh every time. It's my favorite line in Superbad. It is what? So I got to sit here and eat dessert alone like I'm fucking Steven Glansberg. What? So I got to sit here and eat dessert alone like I'm fucking Steven Glansberg? I get, yeah, I mean, what do you want me to do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's Preceded by the entire scene of, yeah, I just drew penises on everything. (laughs) And then my parents didn't let me eat any penis-shaped foods. Do you know what is shaped like a penis? All the best foods. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that in a long time. God, what a funny movie. Um, mine's also a, a d- dumb, funny one. It's from what we do in the shadows, and it's we're werewolves, not swearwolves. No one likes werewolves. Lots of the animals in the animal kingdom don't like werewolves. Wolves don't like werewolves. Oh, what the f- you do that for? Hey, that was don't swear. What are we? Werewolves, not swearwolves. That whole, that whole, it's. Just- it's just so funny because you got this group of werewolves against this group of vampires and they're just throwing insults back and forth. And it's just like, whoa, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. It makes me laugh every single time. Is that the only what we do in the shadows quote that you have on your list? 
Yeah. Okay, because my favorite one is when they're like, yeah, virgin blood doesn't taste any different. It's just a lot cooler. Like, think of it this way. <laughs> if you wanted a sandwich, you would want a sandwich that hadn't been fucked. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I When I originally made my list, I was like, I've got to – I, no cussing and then like so i made my list sent it to the judge and then i read the emails and i was like explicit tag explicit <laughs> tag. um okay my number nine another comedy movie from blazing saddles which you've seen blazing saddles right? yes yeah mm-hmm. um okay it's <laughs> i love this it's also my favorite gif to send um mm-hmm. you've got to remember that these are just simple farmers these are people of the land, the common clay of the new West. You know, morons. What did you expect? Welcome, Sonny. Make yourself at home. Marry my daughter. You've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay of the new West. You know. Morons. <laughs> Which could like substitute uh, the peop- uh, the common clay of the New West to the common clay of Texas, and it's spot on, baby. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I didn't say it. That Ty said that. I didn't say that. Okay. Look, I love Texas, but good God. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, okay, my number nine is from collectively one of our favorite movies. You like it a lot more than I do, but I still love it. It's from Lady Bird. Okay. Um, it's the it's the back and it's one of the back and forth that Lady Bird is having with her mom, uh, and her mom says, "Money is not life's report card. Being successful doesn't mean anything in and of itself. It just means that you're successful, but that doesn't mean that you're happy." Money is not life's report card. He's depressed about money. Being successful doesn't mean anything in and of itself. It just means that you're successful. Yeah, but then you're successful. But that doesn't mean that you're happy. Yeah, it's just. I, I like one of 10 billion uh, incredible nuggets of wisdom from Lady Bird's mom in that movie. I love their back and forth. Everything about it feels so genuine. And that's just such like grounded and insightful advice from a mother. That I really love that scene. Yeah. The, uh, the quote from Lady Bird that just barely missed my list was, uh, don't you think they're the same love and attention uh, yeah. that the nun says to her? Um, yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> when the nun's like, I didn't just get married. I've been married to Jesus for 40 years. It's a great line. <laughs> great line from a nun. <laughs> what a super quotable movie that is. Um, okay. My number eight is from Ocean's Eleven. I think some people in the Discord were, were talking about who said to put like the entire list, make it Ocean's Eleven or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember who it was. Um, but it's uh, 10 ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Saul makes ten. Ten ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. <laughs> such a, it's such a great exchange because Brad Pitt is so involved in that conversation and he says nothing, and Danny's mm-hmm. just basically having or. Uh, uh, Clooney's just basically having a conversation like by himself, but he knows what yeah. uh, Brad Pitt would say. 
Yeah, God, Clooney's delivery. That scene's so funny. Uh, okay, my number eight. It's one of our most quoted lines on this show, I think, that we just like to randomly throw out of context. It's a, 10 seconds is an eternity, Harry. It's a third of the way to Mars. <laughs> From pop star, never stop, never stopping. Connor, don't worry about it. You were up there for like 10 seconds. 10 seconds is an eternity, Harry. It's a third of the way to Mars. Connor, we've talked about this. 30 seconds to Mars is the name of a band. It's not a fact. (laughs) Few few lines in any movie make me laugh as hard as it does. It's so funny. When you were setting that up, I was like, no way. He's going to try to put a new girl quote in this, and he's going to he's gonna try to do Anthony No, I did, I did stick to movies. Listen, if if TV quotes had been an option, That's our, I probably yeah. would have done Anthony Edge. That's a good one. God, 10 seconds is eternity here. It's a third of the way to Mars. I just, God, that movie just kills Connor, me. how many times do I have to tell you? 30 seconds to Mars is a band, not a unit of distance or a measure it's, of distance. It's a band. It's not a fact. <laughs> it cracks me up every time. <laughs> that movie's so good. <laughs> um, okay. Number seven, not a comedy. Um, it is, it's from Shawshank Redemption. One of the, one of the best movies ever made. Uh, mm-hmm. Stephen King, one of, I don't want to say he's one of the greatest writers of ever, but he is very prolific very good um but it's hope is a good thing maybe the best of things and no good thing ever dies remember red hope is a good thing maybe the best of things and no good thing ever dies like oh that hits you just morgan freeman sitting out in a field reading that letter that hits you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, what a good movie. Even my dumb, dumb brain who doesn't like movies from pre-2012 recognizes how good Shawshank is. I think you saw Shawshank before my dad saw Shawshank, which is crazy. Yeah, I saw it, be- I saw it before I knew you. Like, yeah. before I joined the MAM Discord, I, that was one that actually wasn't a big hole in my movie watching history somehow. It's because it's always um, on TNT. Yeah, maybe. That's probably part of it. Uh, okay, my number seven is from one of my favorite movies. It's from Hunt, Hunt for the Wilder People, Taika Waititi movie. Uh, it's the very end of the movie. Haikus are a big thing. Yeah. That they like to go back and forth. Uh, and this is from Sam Neill's character, Heck, at the end. He says, me and this fat kid, we ran, we ate, and read books, and it was the best. Something to say. <clears throat> me and this fat kid we ran we ate and read books and it was the best and it's just such like it matches the tone of the movie perfectly because it it like tiptoes that line between funny and silly but also incredibly genuine and sincere and sweet which this movie is just perfect at yeah and so it's just such a such an incredible way to end that movie makes me tear up it makes me laugh at the same time i love that line ricky baker ricky (laughs) baker (laughs) i mean what maybe the most charming movie ever it's high up there for me so good um okay mine very it's not a very long quote uh it is very iconic though i do have a few on here that i had to throw in because like if you're making a movie or making an episode about movie quotes you just have to include them because they're so iconic Me too. it's kind of like in the vernacular of pop culture 
at this point because it's just so famous. But it's roads where we're going. We don't need roads from Back to the Future. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. It's great. Yeah. Great ending. Great last line to, to a movie, which we don't really get that much. We don't really get a lot of, like, okay, mm-hmm. let's cap this movie off with just a great line. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's iconic. Yeah, hard to beat. Okay, my number six is from a movie we both love. We both talk about a lot. It's from About Time. Uh, we're all traveling through time together every day of our lives. All we can do is our best to relish this remarkable ride. We're all traveling through time together every day of our lives. All we can do is do our best to relish this remarkable ride. It's just such a sweet way to encompass basically that entire movie and what it's trying to tell you. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, we haven't talked about about time in a bit. We used to talk about it pretty much every episode somehow. Uh, it felt like it was a good time to bring it back up. I love this line. I love the movie. I love Domino Gleason in it. I think it's so good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great line. Um, also, another great line is, uh, I am so fucking uninterested in a life without your father. When the mom like mm-hmm. sees her sees uh, Domhnall Gleeson for the first time since the dad died, mm-hmm. great line. Uh, yeah, there were a lot. There were I actually originally had a different line on there, but uh, it's one that I'm I'm just gonna have to save for the quotes or the speeches episode. I think because okay, some cool. of them so are we're gonna have quite a bit one. longer. I know. Maybe maybe I'll let you have it. Maybe I'll let you have it. I don't know. Listen, I'm a good friend. I'll let you have it. Okay. My number five is from a movie you definitely haven't seen because uh, mm. it's in black and white. It's from Casablanca. Mm. Um, Never seen it. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Which is one of the most famous lines of all time. And I'm sure uh, I'm sure that Batman Shane will talk about how great it is nonstop and how we didn't include enough of these black and white lines in our movies and you know, blah, 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 blah. We're dumb kind of thing. But, you know, someone had to include mm-hmm. it. Make him happy. I did it for Shane. Yeah, that was nice of you. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine a world where I ever watch Casablanca for any reason, and you could never make me. Uh, my number five is a quote that I'm shocked isn't on your list. I, truly, I don't know why it's not on your list. I, I thought for certain it would be because it's one of your favorite movies. Um, quote is, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. It's iconic. One of the most iconic lines of the 80s. The the delivery from Matthew Broderick is perfect. The way that it just kind of sums up the movie is perfect. It's, It's so good. Everything about it's so good. Yeah, I thought about using a Ferris quote, but like that movie for me is just such a it's just such a vibe that I don't even mm-hmm. like care about the script. I kind of just like, okay, let's just chill and like have a good time kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. Like but that same, line, God, it's so good. Yeah. Same with like Days Confused. I didn't have any Days Confused lines on here because it's just like mm-hmm. yeah, there's some great lines in there, but I'm not here for the for the script. There are also so many in Days of Confused that are just all about the delivery and not the line yeah. itself that would have made it weird, like uh, like basically anything McConaughey says in that yeah. entire movie. It's just all about how he says it and not what he says. 
Yeah, so. would have made it weird on this. Um, okay, my number four, um, the from the best Christmas movie ever made, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, what is it you want, Mary? What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it. Pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Mary. What is it you want, Mary? What do you want? You you want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Mary. I'll take it. Then what? Well, then you could swallow it, and it all dissolve, see? And the moonbeams that shoot out of your fingers and your toes and the ends of your hair. Great line. I did not, was not even going to attempt to do that, the accent, the Jimmy Howard. Stewart accent, but. Do it. Do an impression. Jimmy Stewart impression on the right hand. Oh, sorry. I, I think I edited it out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Corrupted audio. Dig it. <laughs> hey, when that happens. Um, yeah. Perfect quote. Perfect movie. Hard to beat. Yeah. Uh, my number four is uh, the dumbest quote on my list, but also maybe makes me laugh the hardest of any on my list. It's, it's kind of insane that it's this high. It's number four, and it's above all these iconic quotes, but it makes me laugh so hard. Uh, it's from Billy Madison, and it's that old woman saying, if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Yes! You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Hey man, Ernie pees pants too. All right. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Oh, that was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's go. Peeing your pants is cool. Consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> it kills me. Every single time, it, the it's just Billy is being a good guy, and this kid peed his pants, and he's trying to convince all these other bully kids that peeing your pants is like a cool thing that grown ups do. And I kind of just love this old woman. That is the <laughs> grossest thing I've ever heard, lady. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, incredible quote. Oh my god, that movie is so so good. Stop staring at me, Schwan. <laughs> I love Billy Madison. I will. I unashamedly love Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore forever. A Doyle rules. <laughs> a Doyle, you and your family are gonna ha- are gonna get it. <laughs> they <laughs> slip. Their car slips on a banana peel, and flies off the edge of a cliff. Like that is comedy right yeah. there. <laughs> a plus. A plus. That's my number four. Okay, my number three. I'm including the entire scene of this every time he says it. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Pride. It's about to be a 10-minute long class. Every single one. All the way up to offer me money. Offer me power. Offer me everything I want and more. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Stop saying that! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. 
prepared to die! Now! Offer me money. Yes. Power to promise me that. All that I have and more. Please. Offer me everything I ask for. Anything you want. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Like, that what? is... What if new idea episode we just rip the audio of the whole movie and publish it as this episode? The Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if, that's just that's our episode now. We don't reveal our rankings. We just kind of play that. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee our most listened to episode. It will overtake the uh, Tiny Desk Concert episode that is somehow by far our most listened to episode. That- it's either going to be our most listened to episode and go viral, and like there's going to be like a BuzzFeed article like this podcast just released the audio of Princess, the entire movie yeah. of Princess Bride, or no one's going to listen to it. <laughs> or it's the one that gets us shut down finally. <laughs> finally, yeah, that's how we get canceled. It's the one that gets Anderson Pack's attention and tells us, so he sends a cease and desist letter. What if we? release the entire audio of princess bride clip our quotes into different parts of the movie and see if they fit Mm. (laughs) they won't but it's good i do like it it's a good idea a lot of work from you so just if you're feeling froggy go ahead you know 30 seconds to mars or 30 seconds that's a tenth of ways to mars inconceivable (laughs) oh that's pretty good you did butcher the quote terribly but it's pretty good oh um okay my number three is just kind of it's the whole scene is iconic it's one of the most iconic scenes and lines i think in film maybe that's probably a, a big stretch thing to say it's from jurassic park uh, and it's jeff goldblum saying life finds a way you're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed no i'm i'm simply saying that life uh finds a way ah uh, okay Again, not gonna. I'm also not gonna attempt an impression here. Um, I think Marcy would be angry with me probably if I attempted a Jeff Goldblum impression. Um, well, uh, life uh, uh, finds a finds a way. Yeah, see, that sucked, and so I think she would be upset if I tried it. You know, <laughs> but the whole scene, the whole back and forth, um, it's just it's iconic. It's incredible. That moment is so good. Life finds a way had to make my list. I'm sorry, not the most iconic line in Jurassic Park most iconic lines are every time Samuel L. Jackson says, hold on to your butts. Mm, also pretty, that's the most gifable part of Jurassic Park for sure. While just chain smoking 30 packs during the entire movie. <laughs> that dude is just popping heater after heater, that whole flick, just trying to save some people from dinos. It's know? always, the cigarettes are always like right about to burn his fingers. They're like <laughs> never full. You never see him light a cigarette. Yeah, it's about it's called setting a mood, Ty. Okay, look it up. <laughs> um, okay, my number two, another short quote, probably the most iconic quote of all time, from mm-hmm. probably the most iconic movie of all time. It's "Leave the gun, take the cannoli" from The Godfather. Yeah. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. great line mm-hmm. it's perfect yeah which i have seen the godfather listeners, yes. in case you're curious you have not Just seen in case anybody was... though listen people get mad at me sometimes and so when i have seen an iconic movie i have to remind them <laughs> yeah great scene um 
my number two is from my favorite movie from my childhood. The most important movie of my childhood. Uh, it's remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid, and you'll never go wrong. From the Sandlot, the babe himself coming to Benny in a dream through his closet. Iconic, incredible, Art LaFleur, just masterful as Babe Ruth. The best on-screen depiction of Babe Ruth I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. That's not even close. John Goodman, get out of here, dude. <laughs> I love that line. I love that movie. Perfect. Yeah, great line. I hope Aaron Judge does not surpass 60. Yeah. I, just, I have not watched a baseball game this season. I'm being but you food. know that Aaron Judge is at 60 home yes. right now. Yeah, I also know he sucks, dude. <laughs> Fight me, Aaron Judge. What's up? Um. Yeah, I don't know if you want to do that. He's like... <laughs> Probably the last baseball player you want to fight. I don't know. I'm big and tough and cool. I could take him. No problem. <laughs> I would pay. I would pay good money to watch that. But uh, how much to me in my pocket? How much would you put in my pocket right now to fight Aaron Judge? Mm-hmm. Oh, that. I mean, I don't have the amount of money I would have to pay you. Um, okay. It would probably be like it would have to be like two thousand. How much effort would you put into fundraising to make it happen? Oh, so much effort. Okay. Like, I'd probably lose my job the amount of effort I would try to get that to happen. To put money in my pocket. Not charity, by the way. Right. It's, this is for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm in. <laughs> Make it happen. What's up? But you would have to fight a 6'5", 200-something mm-hmm. athlete. I'm going to wear a Red Sox jersey while doing it become a hero in Boston. <laughs> Never on, been there. Put on bloody socks. Never been there. Have said lots of bad things about the people of Boston. Don't care. We'll become a hero. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, okay. And my number one, everyone saw it coming. It's my favorite mm-hmm. line of all time. I quote it, all, I quote it almost any, t- any chance I can get. I have the sticker of it literally on my computer right now. I'm looking at it. Um, it's from the social network. It's, sorry, my prod is at the cleaners along with my hoodie and fuck you flip-flops, you pretentious douchebags business deal with your own company this is going to be like i'm not a part of facebook it won't be like you're not a part of facebook you're not a part of facebook my name's on the masthead you might want to check again it's because i froze the account you think we were going to let you parade around in your ridiculous suits pretending you were running this company sorry my brothers and the cleaners along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip-flops you pretentious douchebag security's here you'll be leaving now i'm not signing those papers we will get the signature tell me this isn't about me getting into the phoenix I knew you did it. You planted that story about the chicken. I didn't plant the story about the chicken. What's he talking about? You had me accused of animal cruelty. Seriously, what the hell's the chicken? And I'll bet what you hated the most is that they identified me as a co-founder of Facebook, which I am. You better lawyer up, asshole, because I'm not coming back for 30%. I'm coming back for everything. Great line. And I'm including the entire Mm -hmm. scene. I don't care. I'm editing this podcast. You're getting the entire scene. How long is this scene? Just it's like a us. minute. That's not bad. It's I'm, fine. I'm doing I'm, it. I'm doing it up until he says I'm coming back for everything. Nice. Maybe I'll also uh, include Dylan O'Brien's rendition of it. <laughs> Which is okay, that's amazing. please do. Please do. When I saw that this is your number one, I was like, oh, I'm free to put Lord of the Rings as my honorable mentions because he's gonna know whose list is whose. Yeah. 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 I knew we didn't have to worry about anonymity as soon as I saw what your number one was. Well, it wasn't this line. It was Casablanca. 
he's going to see Casablanca on the list and be like, that, yeah. I mean, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> that certainly helps. Um, all right, my number one, it's a short line. It's this character's only line in the entire movie. Um, and it's the timing of it that makes it maybe my favorite line in movie history. It just It's the first one I thought of when I thought of doing this episode. It's, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> from, from when Harry met Sally. Um, now, I, 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 that's, this is going to be a very short audio clip. <laughs> For lots of reasons, not including the whole scene because we're not that kind of podcast. Should I include um, Will Forte trying to explain the plot of You've Got Mail, but Ooh. explaining it's a mix of You've Got You've Got Mail, Scent of a Woman with Al Pacino, and this. <laughs> Yes, please. That's very good because truly this audio clip is about four seconds long, which is kind of anticlimactic for my number one. But God, I just had to put it on here because he's he's like, yeah. And then Al Pacino was at at the at the restaurant going, ooh, ah. And then Rob <laughs> Reiner's mom was somehow in the movie and she goes, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very good. Uh, yeah, I, I had to. It, it's the very first line for some reason that I thought of. <laughs> Whenever we decided to do this episode, because this, the timing of it, the delivery of it, the fact that it's just this old woman in a diner who has not showed up in this movie yet and will not and is not coming back in this movie. It's just per, the humor in it is perfect. It, it kills me every single time. This. So you sent in the discord that Shane was disappointed by our list. I feel uh, like he's going to be disappointed by this. He's going to hate it, but <laughs> he's not going to like it. There, most of my list, he's going to hate so much. If I win this episode, it's going to be a miracle. There's I'll no chance. What she's having. <laughs> I have, I have, I put a quote from Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping in this episode. There's no chance. I put the peeing your pants in school, considering my Miles Davis is my number four. Shane's going to rip me apart. That Veronica care. Vaughn is one piece of ace. God, I you listen. Know, I do. Me and me and a, a, my friend and her got it on. No, they didn't. No, you didn't. No, they didn't. But you can imagine. God. Yeah, I listen. I'm I'm not here for wins. Okay, I don't don't keep track of the scoreboard. Have no idea what our record is. I'm here to make good content. And good luck making good content of a quotes episode without it being your pants is cool. Consider me Miles Davis. You know what I mean? Should we should we make a bet before we bring on Shane? Over under five. So five is the line. Over under mm-hmm. AF it's AFI's top ten of the one hundred quotes. Oh, over. 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 Okay, I'll take under. Yeah. He Shane loves an iconic moment from cinema history. Okay, I'll take under. Assume it's gonna yeah, I I'm easily I like you could have put the line at like seven and a half and I probably would have taken over. Yeah. <laughs> Watch us be wrong. Watch us just have the most obscure, dumb, funny quotes of all time. <laughs> it's like we don't even know our friend Shane at all. He's got dumb and dumber, he's got the mask. <laughs> he's got Ace Ventura. <laughs> Whoa, all don't right. go in there. Oh, can't God please don't let him have Ace Ventura on his list. What if it's all uh, just Jim Carrey quotes? Oh no. <laughs> I realized Listen, I, as I was saying those, I was like, those are just Jim Carrey movies. That I just, God, I don't think that he's funny. I don't. 
just really don't think Jim Carrey's funny, man. He's not. His best role is The Truman Show, and he's not a comedian in that. Yeah, true. Honestly, <laughs> don't want to say true. Um, all right, let's 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 take a break. I'm, I'm dying to hear what Shane has to say about our list. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with me and Ty as we talk about our favorite movie quotes. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the mix of iconic moments in film history along with really dumb funny moments that make us laugh um we're gonna be joined here in just a second by our friend batman shane who we love he's been on the show a million times really excited to talk to him about this also got quite a few emails for this episode uh, which i'm really excited about because i always love uh hearing listeners input and what their lists would be we've got a lot of really funny and really iconic and really interesting quotes from them um if you want to email us and have us read it out on the show you can send that to rankingspod at gmail.com don't forget the double k in the middle um you can just type out an email and i'll read it or if you want your voice to be heard on our show you can send an mp3 and we'll play it on the episode just make sure it's under 90 seconds please um Want to jump in here real quick, let you know next week uh, we're going to be joined by our friend Dirk. He is one of the hosts of the Movie Mixtape podcast. He hosts it with our friend Marcy, who's been on the show a few times. We were actually just on Movie Mixtape a few weeks ago talking Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which is my favorite movie. We love Dirk. We're really excited to talk to him about our favorite animated movies. So we're not sticking to a specific like movie production company or movie house or whatever it's just any any animated movie that you can think of uh, is what we're going to be ranking so uh, if you want to let us know your favorite animated movies shoot us an email join our discord it's free you can find the link to that in our social media bio on our show notes here um, share your rankings in there with us all right back to the episode and we are back with this week's special guest judge for the 57th time <laughs> he is the the 12th richest man in the world He's a self-proclaimed owner and king of Hollywood. It's Batman Shane Byerly. What's up, buddy? Hey, good to be here. You know, the number 11th richest person in the world better watch out because some things have been happening. <laughs> I've made some investments in Dogecoin, and I think the tides are going to turn. I think I'm going to knock out Martin Screlly as the 11th uh, richest person in the world. Just- yeah. But you're still <laughs> hanging out with him, though. Y'all yeah, yeah, for, for sure, yeah. for sure. I'm the only person he let listen to that Wu Tang record, and I got to tell you, it's, it's crap. It's absolute crap. <laughs> I love, I love the idea of a just insanely rich person just now getting into crypto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, it's so funny. Uh, Shane, it's been a minute. I was like, has it been like three or four months since you've been on the show? I it's been maybe? a while. My my presence uh, has been missed. That's for sure. I'm hearing a word from the rank princes and princesses. You know, the show's dipped. That's for sure. It's you know, I'm I'm here to bring it back. Okay, you you say that as a joke. It's looking at the listener numbers. It's true. Yeah, we, <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Teasing. You're, you're like you were teasing. You're also correct. We were just texting about it the other day. It's like, hey, uh, is it just me or are we going down like ten listeners per week lately? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Maybe we're gonna people bring are back mad up. at us for ditching Ellen on two different podcasts now. <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess it's time to officially make that announcement. Have we done it on here yet? Oh no, I yeah, I need to make the announcement. But Oscar Rewind is done. <laughs> yeah, what happened? That was like a one and done, right? Well, it was great when we started it. I still had a really crappy job where I didn't do any work and just watch movies all day. Now I have a job where I haven't watched a movie in a long time. So, 
So he literally got that job like a week after they started yeah. the podcast and hasn't had time to watch movies since then. It happens. And so now, of course, Ellen hates us. Still, you know what, though? Honestly, you guys had such a great repertoire that, like, I think you guys just need to launch a new podcast with l- way lower expectations. It's just like cocktail hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. no agenda. Like, let's just talk about, like, whatever we want to talk about this week. You know what I mean? It could be movies. It could be like a new book or a new record or whatever. Like you guys just have a good chemistry. As soon as Rank Kings finally takes a dive, the the long awaited dive that I'm sure it's on its way to, we'll start something with Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) We have to at this point. She's so mad at us, (laughs) which I get it. We have to do something if we want to stay friends with her, I think. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get Ellen back on uh, on the airwaves soon enough. Absolutely. She'll take over um, during the summer. I won't be able to record during the summers now, so she can take over. Yeah, it is a way. That's <laughs> nine months away, but yeah, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Shane wanted to have you on for this one. Uh, you do own Hollywood. It's true. Um, Bought it in '96. Every, every piece of real estate, real estate, this every house single is right behind the O production company. The Hollywood <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which O? I will not tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's confidential. <laughs> Good luck finding um, it. <laughs> You also uh, are employed by Paramount Pictures. That is true. Um, Those rumors so are true. Thought, who, literally, we don't know anybody better to have on a movie quotes episode. And so we're excited you're back. We miss having you. Um, I think let's just get into it. I know from talking to you this week that you're not, like, you don't love our lists. <laughs> which I, I, can't. Haven't, I haven't said anything. I think maybe my face has done a little bit more talking. I can't, I can't imagine why. You, you do a very good job of conveying tone through text, and so I've picked up on context <laughs> clues that you maybe didn't, <laughs> no, no. didn't love them. So why don't I go ahead and read these out? You've been here a million times, but in case somebody's just jumping in with us, uh, I'm going to read these out labeled list A and list B, and then Ty and I are going to shut up for a bit. Shane can kind of do what he wants from there. He can rip them apart, um, say what he likes, say what he didn't like, go big overview ideas, or pick rip it apart specifically and individually. Um, I know, Shane, you usually have your own list. I assume this week is no exception. I can prepare. That is correct, yeah. Perfect. Uh, all you have to do is you have to pick a winner. Unfortunately, it has to be one of us. You do have to choose one of us <laughs> because of the aptly named Batman Chain rule. You do have to choose one of yeah, our lists true. as the winner of this episode. Um, also, uh, we didn't tell you this. We are putting the explicit tag on this episode. I'm sure you noticed uh, with some of our some of our picks that so we do have a few curse words. Nice. We okay. have told Jude Tobin's son to maybe just skip this episode. Skip this um, one, bud. This is for this yeah. is for grownups after bedtime. Yeah. So if you uh, <clears throat> if you have any any quotes that do contain a curse word, that's fine. Just let it fly this week only. Rankings yeah. after dark. You know. <laughs> nice. Weird, gross. Don't like it. <laughs> I like it. It feels like we're in a hot tub together. I like. I like this. <laughs> Have I told you guys that I'm really anti hot tub? I hate them. That's the worst take I've ever heard on from anybody. I like I don't like them. Corella Deville has better positions on puppies than not liking. <laughs> What's wrong? With, what, what, do you, what do you not like hot tubs for? It's just dude soup, and I don't enjoy <clears throat> it. If you if you had one personally in your own backyard, and it was just you, I even then I'm just like stewing in myself. It's weird. I don't like it. You could Fair shower enough. before you get in. Yeah, that would probably help. That would probably help, but still, it's just not a not a thing that I'm about. I don't think. Um, but listen, we don't have to get into it. Uh, <laughs> right, go ahead and read these lists out. Um, list A: the honorable mentions are 
put the bunny back in the box from Conair. Yes, I, I are did you not hear accents the entire time. Yeah, you no, gotta, no, no, you just gotta, for no, that no, no, no. You got to read them out like as best you can. Come on, now. this is already going to take so long. Um, I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, from the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here. It's our time. It's our time. Down here. From the Goonies. Uh, what? So I got to sit here and eat dessert alone like I'm fucking Steven Glansberg from Superbad? Number nine is you've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay of the New West. You know, morons <laughs> from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Number eight is 10 ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more. All right, we'll get one more. From Ocean's 11. Mm. Number seven is hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things, and no good thing ever dies. Shawshank Redemption. Number six is roads. Where are we going? We don't need roads. Back to the future. Number five is Louis. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship from Casablanca. Number four is what is it you want, Mary? What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Mary, from It's a Wonderful Life. Number three is, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepared to die from The Princess Bride. Number two is, leave the gun, take the cannoli from The Godfather. And number one is, sorry, my Prada's at the cleaners along with my hoodie and fuck you flip-flops, you pretentious douchebag <laughs> from The Social Network. List B, the honorable mentions are, I would have followed you, my brother, my captain, my king from Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for from Two Towers. And my friends, you bow to no one from Return of the King. Number 10 is, we're, we're werewolves, not swearwolves, from what we do in the shadows. Number 9 is, money is not life's report card. Being successful doesn't mean anything in and of itself. It just means that you're successful, but that doesn't mean that you're happy from Ladybird. Number eight is 10 seconds is an eternity, Harry. It's a third of the way to Mars from Popstar. Never stop, never stopping. Number seven is me and this fat kid. We ran, we ate, and read books, and it was the best. From Hunt for the Wilder People. Number six is we're all traveling through time together every day of our lives. All we can do is do our best and to relish this remarkable ride from about time. Number five is life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and take a look around once in a while, you could miss it from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Number four if, is if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis from Billy Madison. <laughs> Number three is life uh, finds a way from Jurassic Park. Number two is remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid, and you'll never go wrong from the Sandlot. And number one is I'll have what she's having from when Harry met Sally. Shane, you have the floor. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. So let's let's get the elephant out of the room <laughs> okay. right from the jump. Um, I know you guys well enough now that there was not a doubt in my mind whose list was whose. Yeah. Number one, Ty has said the social network quote almost every single time I've been on a podcast <laughs> with him. And Danny poorly tried to sneak in three quotes from the Lord of the Rings movies in the honorable mentions as if I couldn't tell that he was desperate to put them at one, two, and three, but yep. then just wouldn't get away with it. So Also, Casablanca on list A. I'm never watching Casablanca. You can't make me. Yeah, well, that's also fair. That didn't even dawn on me, but yeah, that's true. Um, but all that to say, my, my judgment here had nothing to do with, uh, with knowing whose list was whose. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but just re from the jump reading list A, I was like, well, there's Ty with his Prada and his <laughs> right. fuck you flip flops. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> all right. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, I, <clears throat> coming on this show is always such a weird psychological experiment for me because <laughs> every time I get pitched an episode, 
I'm like, I'm always so honored to come on. And I literally, I'm like, oh man. Like, so Danny reached out or Ty reached out a couple, like, I feel like it was weeks ago at this point. Cause you guys do plan. Yeah. We, we schedule like a month and a half ahead of time. Normally. Yeah. Like let it be known listeners. Like these guys have like, like Excel spreadsheets. Like they've got it down, planned down to the T. Like they're very thorough. They're very organized. So the they reached out. The only thing we're organized about is planning ahead. Yeah. They don't have to know that Ty. They don't have to know that. We just got a compliment. Just take it. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's very good. So, they reached out and they were like, top 10 movie quotes. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So literally starting like a few weeks ago, like I started looking at like the AFI list. And then like, I looked at like all these like, like lists and like, maybe I'm forgetting stuff. And then it's like, you know, I, I uh, like I go through my entire DVD collection of like, maybe there's stuff that I'm like forgetting about. Like, and I compile these lists and I have this like workable list that I'm like, yeah, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty straight. And then I get these lists and they're like, you know, random quotes from the Lord of the Rings movies and like a throwaway joke from Superbad. And I'm like, okay, so maybe it's not the top 10. Maybe it's just random quotes from movies <laughs> that did, we like. He did text me that. He was like, just to clarify, this is best movie quotes, correct? <laughs> yeah. It's like, sure. I don't know. I'm not really. Yeah, it's always a little. You want to take it. It's always a little nebulous on. Uh, what what is like best or favorite or whatever but yeah i mean like i can certainly say this there is no one else who would make these lists of like you know top 10 movie quotes like either of them a or b they definitely kind of run the gamut of like personal preference that's why the people tune in baby yeah we're not the academy okay we recognize greatness in everything even movies like super bad and billy madison yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You're so, telling me that quote from Billy Madison is not one of the funniest things you've ever seen in a movie? Being so. in your pants is cool. Then call me Miles Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah call me <laughs> Miles incredible. Davis. Yeah, all right. So, but look, fair enough. So, after I got your list, it did, it, it made me change a couple of things on my list. So, if, if you, you take away anything, it's that you modified my list a little bit. Because for that, you should be, yeah, you should be proud on that. So, you're right. You certainly influenced me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so with that in mind, uh, these lists were so bad. We're not even going to do that. We're going to do <laughs> top 10 weirdest things about don't worry, darling, starting with number 10. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I do. Shade, I, Shade texted me and asked, is like, can we talk? Don't worry, darling. I'm so sorry. I have not seen it. Yeah. I, 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 I think I might go see it, it tonight. Maybe. Yeah, you should. You should go see it. If for nothing else, but because it's the longer it sat with me, the worse the movie has gotten. <laughs> Um, honestly, really? yeah, right. I mean, honestly, like no spoilers here, but like setting aside all the outside drama, the, the biggest issues with the movie, it looks great. The cinematography is fantastic, right? Florence Pugh is great. Chris Pine is great. Harry Styles is so outclassed in this movie <laughs> that it's like watching Michael Jordan and LeBron James play like basketball against like a, like a toddler. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, he's so bad in this movie. Um, and it's then almost the th- like Christopher Nolan knew not to give him any <laughs> speaking lines. Yeah, just don't say anything, Harry. Just stand in the back, look terrified in this boat or whatever as it's sinking, and like shut up. Right? <laughs> that should have been the direction here. I mean, honestly, like Shia LaBeouf would have been much better. And then again, no spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it, but like obviously you can tell from the trailer of the movie that like something isn't right. And right. so when it gets to the reveal, which takes an eternity, by the way. <laughs> Um, it's so like improbable and so like ridiculously harebrained that you're like, what? <laughs> like, it's just, it's, 
it makes no sense. And like, honestly, like leaving the theater, I was like, that's not so bad. And now that it's been three days, I'm like, that is really bad. Like, <laughs> it's awful. If you guys want to record like an emergency review uh, podcast on like after you guys see it, I'm down for that. Cause like, I feel like I want to talk about it. Cause I just haven't seen a movie, you know, it's like, it's a trendy movie. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk if about it. If you want to so. get Ellen in on this, we'll post it as a bonus episode. Yeah, we dude, for sure. Cause I want to, cause is- I was. I was texting Ellen last night about it, actually, and then uh, we had she had some interesting thoughts. So, I, yeah, for whatever, dude, I'm just saying it'd be good content because that movie was weird and not in a good way. This is music to our ears because we're Team Jason Sudeikis, and we love that it's terrible. I and think Flo Flo has had such a great like boss like boss bitch moment. Yeah, like, throughout all this, that she's coming out of this golden, even if the movie's terrible. Yeah, for sure. I'm also fairly convinced that Danny doesn't realize that that uh, Jason Sudeikis is not. He's a real person. I think he thinks that Jason Sudeikis is Ted Lasso. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, think, I think there's a gray area. There. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, no, all that. I'm just kidding. I, 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 I just actually think those lines that. are blurred. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I did make a list. I did. I did make a real list. But anyways, but yeah, I'd, I'd be. I, I'd be curious. Anybody, uh, the rank princes and princesses sound off in the discord like i do want to hear what you guys think about that movie because it's kind of in a bad way and a good way i can't stop thinking about it and I, I, i'd like to hear some people's opinions so anyways um enough of that okay let's move on um <clears throat> so i did make a real list um and as i said your uh interesting lists uh influenced my decision on a couple of them so let's get through it let's just go through the list real quick um and i promise just because uh, you know, it'll be fun. I will act out uh, the, the, the lines oh, as best as I possibly can. <laughs> okay, but in traditional uh, Batman Shane fashion, I'm breaking the rules a little bit. My honorable mentions are a little bit off the beaten path. Um, so my okay. number 13 honorable mention is the entire script of Glengarry Glen Ross. Just <laughs> everything about that movie. David Mamet won a Pulitzer Prize. I mean, the scene where they're talking about or speaking about robbing the bank. And they have this discussion about, am I talking about it or am I speaking about it? The scene where Ricky Roma is like baiting Jonathan price to buy real estate. Amazing. And then of course the most famous bit, the Alec Baldwin monologue that put that coffee down coffees for closers only. I mean that it's just, it's spellbinding how good that is. Oh, sorry. You will have to perform the entire script. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, at one point in my life, I could do the Alec Baldwin speech like for work, like get a couple whiskeys in me and I could do it in your life. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Get me a couple more whiskeys in me. We'll see. We'll see how I feel by the end of the show. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was my honorable mention. Uh, my number 12, have you seen, the uh, SNL skit where it's Alec Baldwin doing that, but it's to Santa's elves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and my favorite part of that whole skit is that at one point during the skit, he gets into the muscle memory of doing the actual thing. So he always, yeah. he says, always be closing. And then everybody laughs and he's like, I mean, cobbling, cobbling, always be <laughs> cobbling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great skit. I don't know who wrote that on the SNL, like writers team, but like I mad props to that person because clearly yeah. they're just a Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross fan. Yeah. I hear you. It was great too. Cause it was like, 10 years too late and it made it even funnier it made it even funnier yeah because like no one under 20 knows what that movie is yeah okay uh moving right along my number 12 honorable mention quote is the entire script of the movie snatch one of the funniest scripts ever written every character in that movie is hysterical there's not a bad line in the entire movie it's hysterically funny um, one of my all-time favorites. Love it. The entire script There's of Snatch. There's a movie called Snatch. Yeah, the yes, Guy Ritchie film. Please, God, awesome. tell me you Danny, would watch that movie. You would actually love it. It's with Brad Pitt. 
I can't be allowed. Brad like Pitt. Dags? You yeah. like Dags? Dags? What? Oh, dogs. Oh, dogs. <laughs> dogs, yeah. Brad Pitt plays a character that's like a gypsy kind of hobo type, and literally, you cannot understand what he's saying unless yeah. you have subtitles on. It is, it is not possible. Um, and it's hysterically fun. Yeah, the movie is great. If you've never seen Snatch, Danny, you got to get on it. That movie is so funny. We are 0 for 2 on me having heard of the movies you've referenced. Yeah, so fair so enough. Doing, me and Ellen good. have for sure referenced this movie multiple times. You probably just zoned out. Yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, and my number 11 honorable mention, keeping up with the trend that I'm starting here, is the entire script of the movie Steve Jobs, written by Aaron Sorkin, 2015. Yeah, great film. Uh, I mean, the, I, I, I tried to work in some quotes from that movie into my actual top 10 list. Um, and I just couldn't do it. There's so many great quotes that I just couldn't pick one that I like so much. But that movie, in, in terms of my opinion on some of the best written dialogue ever in film, it's that. That that movie is like, it almost, it honestly doesn't even feel like Aaron Sorkin wrote it. It feels like Aaron Sorkin went up to the top of Mount Sinai, talked to a burning bush, and came down with that script in, in like carved into stone tablets. Like that's how good that script is. Like it doesn't feel human how that script is so good. Um, that- anyways. The line that barely missed for me, it was like my number 13 or something like that. It was the, uh, and not for nothing, but think is a verb, making different an adverb. You're asking people to think differently. And you can talk about Bohas movement and brawn and simplicity and sophistication, Izzy Miyake uniforms and Bob Dylan lyrics all you want, but that thing looks like Judy Jetson's Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. That line is a freaking dagger. Yes, that line is so great. Oh, it's so great. I think my favorite is when Waz and Jobs are arguing, and it's in the it's in the third act of the movie, and uh, Waz says, uh, "Your products are better than you are," and Steve Jobs says, "And knowing, I know that, and knowing that, that's the difference, brother. <laughs> like yeah. that's the oh my god, so good. Okay." Um, all right, we can move on to my actual top tens. Now, I did put a bunch of restrictions on myself because I wanted it to be kind of – I did. I wanted to try to go, like, as pure as possible. Um, anything that made my list is a quote that it it feels like it kind of represents the movie in a way. Like, I didn't want the quote to just be something that's kind of just like a throwaway, tossaway type of quote. Um, also, very specifically – I made sure that every single quote on my list was actually written by a screenwriter or a writer. It wasn't just improvised by an actor, um, you know, on the set. So something like, yo, Adrian, you know, from Rocky or whatever, he just kind of spit that out. Right. And it's a great line. I'm not saying these lines aren't great. I'm just saying I wanted to make sure that it was something that an actual writer sat in front of a computer or a typewriter and banged out like it was a real deal quote. Wow. I didn't Um, even think about that. I'd like to go through both of our lists at some point and see what if we had any improvised lines on that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like there's so many famous movie quotes, like I'm walking here, you know, that are, um, you know, that are, that are just made up like on the spot and they're great, but I, I wanted to stick to like words that were actually written, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So starting my list at the top 10, I want to take you guys back to a magical time in 2006 where there was a movie that was announced that was being made and the internet collectively decided that because this movie was being made and that because a particular actor was in this movie, that he should say this line in this movie. 
And an online campaign was created to have this actor say this line in the movie. So the screenwriter decided to add the line into the movie, and they tried to, to uh, put it in the film. And it turned out so great that they decided to keep the line in the movie. And so there's this wonderful blend of the internet fandom and movie filmmaking coming together to produce one of the greatest lines in cinema history. And it is Sam Jackson saying, I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> So good. Such a great line. So I mean, it's just, you know, you wanted him to say it. He says it. It's even better than you thought it was going to be when he says it, <laughs> you know, and it's just so perfect. I love that line so God, much. It's incredible. It's a great line. You've seen snakes on a plane, right, Danny? No, oh. I've never seen it either. You know what? It's kind of a trash movie, but at the same time, <laughs> I was say, it seems like one of those things where like that line is great, but I've seen that line like on YouTube. I don't need, I feel like I don't really need to watch the whole movie. It's definitely a movie that you can kind of put on like, you know, after a couple beers and you're like halfway on your phone. Like it's kind of one of those movies, but it is kind of a fun watch for sure. I haven't watched anything a different way in like three months. So yeah, Except there you go. Fargo. I think Fargo is the one thing I've the movie or the TV show. Months. The movie. Nice. Okay. Yeah, good. That movie's incredible. Um, okay. Moving right along to number nine. So many famous quotes from this movie, but my favorite because it feels like it kind of represents the movie. And it also is like this kind of woe is me, kind of like, you know, it's just this wonderful kind of like, ugh, the weight of the world's on my shoulders. Is Humphrey Bogart, Asbury Plain, and Casablanca, of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. I just, I just love that quote. It's just so like representative of like his state of mind and like the feeling of the movie, and it's kind of sad sacky, and it's great. I just, I love that line. There's so many other great lines, right? I mean, Ty, you had a quote in your list as well, um, but just to me, that's the line that just wraps up that movie or that summarizes that movie. I think so much better than like Play It Again, Sam, or Beginning of a Beautiful Friendship. I don't know. Did that uh, did that edge out on your list there, Atai, or? Uh Yeah, that one. If I had to choose another quote from that movie, it would be it would be that one because it's just so. It's like just it's kind of a part of the lexicon at this point, or of the you know the vocabulary of the world because it's just so great. Yeah, I hear you. It is. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's so many quotes, four or five quotes from that movie that have entered the pantheon of greatest movie quotes ever it's kind of a dealer's choice but yeah that's the one that just hits me more than anything else i think there's six on the afi hundred and that one is last that's like the last one on the list it's at 67 yeah see it's interesting because that line to me is just a better written line yeah then you know play it again sam or you know whatever um okay anyway cool all right number nine that was my number nine all right moving on to number eight gentlemen you can't fight in here this is the yeah. war room Yes. From uh, Peter Sellers as President Merkin Muffley in Doctor Strangelove. Uh, the line happens about three quarters of the way through the film. It is so perfectly representative of the irony, the destructive nuclear irony of the movie. Um, you know, and it's just, it's such a perfect line. Like, I just, I love the, like, the, the craziness of that line. And it's so perfectly delivered by Peter Sellers, too. Great line. Um, Danny, I'm taking it you have not seen Dr. Strangelove. Okay, that's, that's another one we got to add to your list, man. It's such a great movie. Uh, fun fact for the really listeners, if you don't so know, busy, say what? <laughs> Nothing. I said, I don't, there's not enough time, you know, I just, so busy, I can't really watch. Yeah, all totally. Movies. Yeah, too busy watching Fargo. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, fun fact for the listeners, they filmed the actual end of the movie was supposed to be a pie fight in the war room and they filmed oh. it too. There's all sorts of stills 
of, you know, George C. Scott and Peter Sellers and all these people like covered in pies, but they just decided that didn't fit the tone of the movie. But that's kind of like the irony of where that movie was going. And yeah, I think it's such a great, uh, such a great line in that movie. It's yeah, it's one of the best, you know, it's number eight. I have uh, a, uh, I have a pitch that you can use. You can pitch it to Paramount if you want. I mean, I own Paramount, so make- I don't need to pitch it. I'll just make it if I want. Just do whatever you want. No just pressure. make Every George C. Scott movie, make it uh, make farce movies like scary movie. But Tim Robinson plays George C. Scott in every <laughs> single movie. All right, all right, I'm in on that. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like a fun thing. I would watch at least three of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> George C. Scott, man, what an actor! He had range. He went from comedic to like Doctor Strangelove to like you know horrifying and like hardcore. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but no. Yeah, oof. That movie's a that movie is a tough set, my man. Danny would hate that movie. <laughs> the the premise of that movie is that George C. Scott is tracking down his like daughter who ran away from home and has uh and has uh started working in hardcore pornography. So uh, like he's yeah. tracking her down and like there's a scene in the movie where he's like in the theater watching her like on screen and it's uh, just like horrific. Yeah, it's it's a no, <laughs> Paul Schrader, man, the guy who wrote Taxi Driver. It's a it's a tough set of a movie. <laughs> Um, but it's good though. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on from that high, high, uh, fun note to number seven. Uh, my number seven is I am big. It's the pictures that got small. The, although I know both of you have seen it cause it was on the show mm-hmm. from yeah. Gloria Swanson. I do love Mr. DeMille. I'm ready for my close up. but in a vortex, that line doesn't mean anything, but right, I just yeah. love the wordplay of I am big. It's the pictures that got small. She's so delusional. Um, and she just delivers it with such relish, you know, that it's, oh, I love that line so much. It's good one. Definitely I, one of Billy Wilder's best. I purposely left quotes from Sunset Boulevard off my list because it would be just so much pandering. If I, if I <laughs> yeah, that's list. true. Any Billy Wilder quote, uh, you know, is uh, pretty easy pickings for me. So I appreciate you not pandering. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, uh, number six, moving right along. Uh, you, uh, you, the thing is, you want the whole speech, but because the parameters of the episode where they had to pick it to one quote, you have to just go with the last line in the entire exchange, which is, of course, Jack Nicholson saying, you can't handle the truth. Right, that line is great. That whole monologue is great from Aaron Sorkin as well. Um, but, God, that was great. Did that, I feel, I, I'm actually kind of surprised, uh, Ty, that that didn't make your list. I know that you're a Sorkin, Sorkin junkie as well. Yeah, I. so that movie is kind of like – I don't. there's something about that movie it's hard for me to watch it, not just because it's, like, hard to watch. It's just – I don't know. I go, I go back to it, and it's almost like I watch it, and I'm like, I'd just rather watch West Wing yeah, than, I hear than you. watch fair this enough. movie. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, moving right along. Now we're in the top five. Now we're in the the, the big time money here. Um, my number five is actually a quote that has been in over 20 movies at this point. 25, if I'm not mistaken. But the first time it was uttered in 1962 after he lit a cigarette and just said it. It was so cool that like it instantly became a cinema classic and it said over and over. It is Sean Connery introducing himself as bond james bond right in dr no i mean it's like he lights the cigarette it's so cool like everybody from men and women go weak in the knees the second he says it like it's just so cool um you know and it's such a famous line that it's been parodied endlessly uh and it's been said in every single bond film since the uh 
you know, since the 1960s. So it's, yeah, been said 25 times in different movies, if not more from unofficial Bond films. Surprised yeah. to not see that make anybody's list. I know, Danny, you like the, the Daniel Craig ones at least. Yeah, I love, I love uh, every other Daniel Craig Bond movie. Okay, so yeah, so, the odd the odd number Daniel Craig Bond movies are fantastic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Quantum of Solace took a took a huge uh, kind of dive, and then Spectre was just way too long and convoluted. Yeah, yeah. that uh, was that was my original idea for honorable mentions was just different James Bond saying Bond James Bond. That's a fun idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, moving right along. Number four, uh, actually, same. Uh, this is the only uh, I think similarity that I had with uh, one person's list, and that would be Danny's list. Wow. Um, we had you put it at number five. I put it at number four, which is life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Uh, Matthew, can you believe that's on my list and not Ty's? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't feel like a Danny movie, but at the same time, it, it tickles the heart that it is a Danny movie. I love that you love that. So I love Ferris Bueller. Ty definitely more so than me. Like It's like an iconic Ty film. I do love Ferris Bueller, though. Yeah, be honest. Do you feel like you're more of a Ferris, or do you more are you more of a Cameron? Like in your personal I'm a Cameron. life? Oh yeah, he's a Cameron. I'm a Ferris. I'm a Cameron, 100. That's why this yeah. podcast works. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is absolutely true. Yeah, I like it. You guys have a good. You should take a day off. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, we're probably just the two kids on the on the payphone asking how Ferris is, but you know, mm-hmm. we can be Cameron and Ferris. You're still in the movie. That's yeah. the that's <laughs> the bottom line, though. You still Heard got that, the baby. invite to it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, number three, moving right along. Uh, my number three, uh, I mean, big money now. This is, I think, the perfect, one of the perfect endings to any movie ever. And it is the final line spoken in Some Like It Hot. Joe E. Brown as Osgood Fielding third, And he, and you know, when, when Jack Lemmon says, Oswald, I'm a man. And he responds, well, nobody's perfect. It's just the delivery of that line is so good. It's such a ridiculous send up of the entire premise of the movie. It's such a funny line. Uh, funny enough, when Billy Wilder and IAL Diamond wrote the script for that, they couldn't come up with a better line at the time. Um, and they just wrote it down because they were just tired. They were done writing for the day. And they just thought, we'll figure something out later. They never did. It finally got to the point where they were shooting it, and they were like, we still don't have anything better. So just say this line. And then if it doesn't work, we'll just figure it out. Like, we'll reshoot the scene, and we'll, we'll write a new ending. So they shot the the scene and they shot the line that way. The first preview screening that they did, it lit the audience up. Like it was like the, they, they laughed so hard and they were like, really? That line's funny. I guess we'll keep it. And now that line is so famous that it is literally on Billy Wilder's tombstone. Billy Wilder's tombstone says Billy Wilder, <laughs> the date he was born, the date he died. And it says, I was a writer, but nobody's perfect. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what it says on his tombstone. That's so awesome. yeah, amazing. Um, yeah, amazing. That line is so great. Um, you've seen, both of you guys have seen, seen something like it hot, right? No. Oh, neither <laughs> of you? Oh, nope. my God. These lists are just getting, a, list A and B are just getting worse and worse by comparison. <laughs> when list C wins this thing, folks, we all know that this is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've yet to do a single episode where list C hasn't won. <laughs> in spirit, at least in spirit. Right. Um, okay. Uh, my number two, I actually do think it is one of the greatest final lines in a movie ever. It sums up the 
overwhelmingly depressing nature of the mood, depressing nature of the movie and just kind of the hopelessness that the movie exists in. Uh, and that is Joe Mantell as Lawrence Walsh, uh, detective Lawrence Walsh saying to Jack Nicholson, forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. That's just such a, uh, the way he says it is great, but it's just such a like brutal, like, Oh, it's so depressing. Like life sucks. And the world is a terrible place. Um, ending, but that line is just so perfect to me because on paper it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really leap off the screen. But in the context of the movie, it's just such an incredible, uh, just such an incredible line. I think it's the second best line in any movie ever. Yeah, that was that actually pulled me out of the movie. No kidding, really? Me. Why? I loved it. I, I mean, I still gave that five stars. I thought it was great, but it was just, well, that's Chinatown. It was kind of like, oh, okay, that seems lazy. <laughs> I think it's so steeped in meaning, uh, yeah. you know, that it's, that it works for me, but yeah, I, but I get it. It's, you gotta, if you just watch the clip on YouTube, it's not a great line, but it's like, if you watch the movie and you feel like so depressed by the end of it, that's kind of what it, you know, what it really boils down to. Dude, talk about a movie that Danny would hate Chinatown. I don't know. Would he hate Chinatown? Like maybe, maybe <laughs> he would. It's a movie about the water department conspiracy you know, with a sprinkle of incest, I don't think that's for Danny. <laughs> Maybe you never know. I mean, it's that could just be. Sounds a- awful. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I mean, sure, that's a take that Chinatown's an awful movie, but it's, it's the wrong take. I don't think. I don't think it's making the watch list. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, and finally, drumroll, please, my number one, and this is the one I had a different organ. Like I had a different order. Of all of my, and I had like a different line. And then reading your list, I was like, okay, if we're doing just quotes that we like, I'm going to put the number one quote that I like in a movie uh, as my number one. And I will let the both of you guess it because I'll give you a couple of clues. It is a line that has been said by many actors in many films across various years. Since your favorite line, I, don't, I haven't bad. seen Clerks in a long time. Oh, so. that oh, is my day off. Yeah, it's my day off. <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. That No, that is a great line, but no, it is our tie is correct. It is the two words, I'm Batman, right? Every, I mean, yeah. every, Michael Keaton has said it. Adam West has said it. Christian Bale has said it. George Clooney has said it. Val Kilmer has said it. Uh, ben Affleck didn't say it in his movies, which is disappointing. And also Robert Pattinson didn't say it in his movies either. So I need... At least uh, I need uh, what's his face, Matt Reeves, to to ship it up, you know, and get it, get him to say it in the movie. You got to say it, man. It's the it's the famous line. But that's the mark of yeah, a good movie to me. Is if somebody says I'm Batman in the movie, it immediately increases the letter grade of any movie. If like in Sophie's Choice, if like one of the Nazis would have been like <laughs> I'm Batman, I would have been like, wow, this movie, wow, what a fun watch, like great, you know. <laughs> If Bette Midler would have said, I'm Batman, in Beaches, I would have been like, God, Beaches, what an amazing movie, you know? You can just yeah. almost hear, like, Oprah Winfrey saying it in the color purple, you know, just uh, just any movie, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> what a weird move that would be in the color purple. Yeah. Goodness. Okay, so before, Had to be done, I love it. Yeah, all right, so before I announce the winner, I do have a couple questions on uh, all these lists. Mm-hmm. So, Danny, let's take a look at list B. Um, so. in, in now that uh, the, the cat's out of the bag, that your 
that your list is beat. Is is your actual number one like a like a quote from Lord of the Rings? Like, is that your actual like favorite movie quote of all time, or were you just yeah. burying it for the lead? I so I just didn't. I knew, I, I, and I mentioned it in the first half. My my options were like include Lord of the Rings quotes in my main list but I knew that I wouldn't be able to just narrow it down to one. It would end up being like the whole half of my list would be Lord of the Rings quotes. Yeah, sure. Um, and so I didn't want to do that. I also didn't want to just completely shun Lord of the Rings from being mentioned in this episode. Fair enough. So I figured my best compromise would be to just load my honorable mentions with it. Fair enough. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a fair play. I think, yeah. um, but it's just, it's hard to beat. There's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. It's hard to beat. I don't think that could be, be, be beaten for me. Fair enough. So that is probably your favorite movie quote of all time. Yeah. Nice. I like it. And that's the the Two Towers is the second movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And if if I we're probably going to do movie speeches at some point, spoiler alert, that's going to end up being my number one is his whole speech. Yeah, for sure. If there. if I'm lucky enough to get invited back, spoilers, just the whole Alec Baldwin monologue is going to be <laughs> <laughs> all eight minutes of it is just going to be my yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. All right. Um, I love that pop star got a little representation as well. I, like it's so good. that is such a funny quote. I can't honestly, I can't think of another quote that's better, but at the same time, like I feel like there's a few other quotes from that movie that might just edge it out for me. There's so many funny lines in that movie. That, that quote randomly, that, and like the only other quote I think that is referenced more in this show is a new girl quote. And we weren't doing TV quotes. It's nobody does an on-screen death like Anthony Ed's. It's probably the most referenced thing on this show. Yeah. Um, but as far as movie quotes, like we somehow managed to sprinkle that in like every few episodes. And so it had to, had to get a shout out from me here. It's great. <laughs> it's it's the best joke. I think the Mona Lisa song, though, is my favorite, like, joke, quote-unquote joke of the movie. But that's not yeah. a quote, you know. Yeah, yeah but that, that line is, it's the, I think it's the one of the funniest things that I've ever seen in a movie is 10 seconds is eternity here. It's a third of the way to Mars. It just kills me every single time. Yeah, it's and such then, a specific joke, but if you get yeah, the tenets yeah. of the joke, it's such a well-crafted line. It's, it's just incredible. so funny. Yeah, And then you have Tim Meadows, the greatest straight man actor of all time. It's Connor. <laughs> 30 seconds to Mars is a band. It's not a measure of it's distance. It's not a fact. Yeah. It's kind of so good. Has there been another actor who has been so like consistently reliably funny over the last 30 years in smaller bit parts than Tim Meadows? No. Like I just can't think of another person who's just he's like in the last 30 years he's been in 58 funny movies. He's usually yeah. not the star, but like he always has like some of the best lines. Like he, he was uh, phenomenal in uh, the Dewey Cox movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, These are drugs, Dewey. You don't want no part of the. Like, God, he's yeah, so he's good. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's incredible. Um, Danny, I, I also was thinking of you. I, so when I was doing a little bit of research, I realized, or I, I read, I don't know if you know this, but for the I'll have what she's having line, A, that's Rob Reiner's mother that says that. Yeah. B, Apparently Meg Ryan on the day got a little bit like camera shy about like doing the fake orgasm. So right before they rolled in front of the whole cast and crew, Rob Reiner sat at the table and did his own ridiculous fake <laughs> orgasm just to make her comfortable and like make a fool of himself. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So that she could do it. That's good directing, frankly. Rob Reiner is an yeah. incredible uh, director, but yeah, I that's that really great. It's something about, 
it's the context of that old lady saying that quote it's the timing it's the delivery it's just the absolute perfect storm and few things have made me laugh harder in a movie than that delivery of that line that's why it made my number one. you're absolutely right and i like of your list that is absolutely right to be the number one because because you're right all of the elements of filmmaking combined for this perfect three second moment that is just it, yeah. it never fails it's um all right moving on to uh list a um i, I hate to knock you tie goonies is a movie that is really only good if you saw it when you were three so like the whole okay. it's Whoa. their time Whoa. thing <laughs> it's our time it's up here down here time changes like that's a terrible <laughs> okay but did you not get the vibe of my honorable mentions it's quotes that are so bad they're good that's true the <laughs> oh hi mark is absolutely it brings your honorable mentions right up out of the out of the bottom and that's yeah that that actually oh, hi, is mark. a great quote oh hi how's your sex life <laughs> such a great yeah, film Danny, nick, nick cage has put room. the money back in the box is just yeah, it's, yeah. It's, put it's, have the you money back in the box yeah danny have you seen the room no I feel like you would enjoy that movie because it is the the best way that someone described that movie once is that if if you met an alien and just described to them what a movie is and then apropos of nothing an alien tried to make a movie that's what the room is. It's like It seems like the type of movie I need to watch with a group of friends yes, and not just by myself. You cannot watch yeah. it by yourself. It is not a movie to watch alone because you're going to be every two seconds. You're going to be looking around, going like, "Is this for real? Is this serious?" <laughs> and it it is serious, and it's and it's awful. But yeah, watch it with the biggest group of people that you can. We should organize like a watch party. That would be fun. Rankings watch party. I'd be hell yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Or we could do like <laughs> a room. we could do like a live commentary track. That'd be fun too. Oh, that's how we bring back Ellen on. We'll do yeah. a live commentary track of the room. That's right. Oh hi, Ellen. How's your sex life? <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> Just get you think that's weird. The movie gets even weirder. Yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah. Not to not to ruin anything. There's a sex scene in the movie where it's it's like the physics of it don't work. Like not it's not even remotely close. You're yeah. like, what is he thrusting at? Like her belly button? Like it's not. You know, you're like what? Weird. It's a, yeah. It's the movie cannot. Yeah. Um, I was super pleased, uh, Ty, to see a quote from Ocean's Eleven in there. I, as has been well documented, I love those movies. And that is yeah. such a great quote because it, there's no response to it. It's all visual on Brad Pitt's part or on Danny Ocean's part. Who yeah. says it? It's, it's Danny Ocean. Danny who, says it. Danny Brad says Pitt it, yeah. has his head on the bar. Yeah, his head on the bar, yeah. And it's yeah. just, such, again, just movie alchemy that kind of comes together. Um, see, again, leave the gun, take the cannoli. One of the greatest movie lines of all time, but it didn't make my list because that actor improvised it on the day on the shoot. Oh, okay. He just came up with that in the exact moment, and and Francis Ford Coppola was like, "Wow, that's great. We should put it in the movie." And so that's why it like didn't make my uh, my quote, my my list or whatever. But yeah, but yeah, that was the the, the dead giveaway for me was that uh, <laughs> was that sorry my Prada's at the cleaners along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip flops you pretentious douchebag. Yeah. And I'm editing this episode, so I'm putting that like whole thing in. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, do it. All right. Well, with that in mind, I will say, due to some of the similarities, just in the choices alone, not not the actual quotes themselves, but the, the manner in which the quotes were chosen, I have to give the win here to list A. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I totally respect. I, I totally respect <laughs> where where Ty is coming, where Danny's coming from, because I know that these quotes have meaning to him and they're funny. But just I, like I said, I just had to judge it based on the parameters I set myself. 
Yeah, uh, believe it or not, my my initial list was more stupid and had more <laughs> funny, dumb lines. And I was like, I should throw in some like genuine, some genuine there, ones. I guess. What? Tell me, give me one quote that edged out of your list that you wish you could oh, put back in. I don't remember. This was like a week ago. If I'm being completely honest, <laughs> is there a quote that you think is one of the most overrated movie quotes of all time? Oh, overrated. Uh, yeah, can we just say hello to my little friend? Is a stupid movie quote. Well, I haven't seen Scarface. You would hate Scarface. That movie, I can yeah. definitively tell you, you'd hate it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. Wasn't it's not a very like powerful line in the movie. Yeah, but like it, it it's more powerful seeing it like outside of the movie. But in the movie, it's kind of just like thrown away. Yeah, it is kind of a throwaway line, right? Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I also think that, like, the time has come. We can probably, like, retire, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, is, like, the greatest movie quote. Like, Yeah, yeah, that movie's mad boring. <laughs> it's, four, it's four hours long. And, guys, you know me. I like long movies. But, like, at a certain point, you're like, my God. Like, the Civil War lasted less time than this movie, you know? Like, I had to watch it as a fourth grader. Oof. That is ridiculous. It was torture. Worst school day of my life. May the force be with you being the most famous Star Wars quote is a crime. It's I know should be the greatest Star Wars quote. That's that fair is. enough. You know, I mean, funny, but out of context, it makes sense. But still. Yeah, exactly. And out of context, like in context, I've got a bad feeling about this is my favorite Star Wars quote. But out of context, it just makes no sense. Yeah. Speaking of famous quotes, Danny, I, I, I am pleased slash disappointed to report that, uh, the, the phrase that, I, as far as I'm concerned, you invented it. Uh, when when you get like dismayed, you go, "Oofa doofa." Like, I've been I've been saying that a lot recently. I'm like, "Oh man, like this this bread is bad." Oofa. You know what's wild? You're not the first person to tell me that, and I didn't think like I never realized I said it that often. But looking back, I guess I say it kind of daily. Huh? It happens, but it's a good quote, it's man. You thing. should stick to that. You should make rankings that say you should make t-shirts that say <laughs> rankings and then on the back it should say list a and b oofa doofa hashtag list C. shane we can't get people to join our free discord we're not going to be able to sell merch <laughs> <laughs> that's about to change um, my friend if we're talking overrated since lord of the rings is such a big deal to me my precious is on the afi top 100 quotes yeah like what a whack out of all the incredible like funny and also or like the inspiring quotes and the in- insightful my precious is really the one that we have on i there. think it's people just, just little, like, like how it's said it's just this little goblin thing that it's so, so stupid yeah. yeah it's not the greatest yeah it's it's a super overrated quote i agree because again out of context it doesn't mean anything i think people just like talking yeah, like nothing. Gollum. that's all yeah. yeah. Speaking of AFI Top 100, Ty, how'd I do? Did we say top 10 or did we say 100? We definitely said 100. Like, did we I say think. like the top 10 of the 100 or just all over? I do not remember. This is a few days. Okay, ago. we'll I just do all over. We gave an o- over under of five. Oh. On Shane's list. And yeah. he hit seven. Yeah. Seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Did I hit I hit seven out of out of the top one hundred? Yeah, you didn't get any in the top twenty. Really? Yeah. Your highest ranked one is Bond, James Bond from Dr. No. Really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Oh man, I really would have thought Yeah, because the funny thing is I know that I'm ready for my close up Mr. DeMille is like way high on that list, and then I am mm-hmm. big, it's the pictures that got small is like way in the middle of the AFI list, and that's a travesty. Yeah. Um but I thought that uh, the, the Dr. Strangelove quote, 
I thought that you can't handle the truth, and I thought that nobody's perfect. Well, nobody's perfect. I thought those were in the top ten, but maybe I, maybe I'm mistaken. No, the uh, Doctor Strangelove quote is at. Oh gosh, where is it at? Nobody's perfect is at forty eight. Jeez. Doctor Strangelove, I don't think is on here. Oh, oh. no, it's at sixty four. Sixty four. Same yeah. year it came out. Okay, fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. We got a bunch of emails, so I think we should, let's go ahead and get started let's on get this. Get to them, yeah. Let's tear them apart. Got six emails this week. First one is from our, our friend Kev, everybody's best friend Kev. Hey, what's um, up, Kev? Okay, so he wanted to, just, a, just a real quick – let me jump in here just list. real quick. Uh, as mm-hmm. been noted before, I am like – I'm so busy at work that my podcast listening ability has just shrunk down to like very small. But I'm, I'm making my way through the shows. And I'm making my way through uh, uh, We Should Watch a Movie. And I just heard the first episode where Kev was on it. Man, what a talented, uh, you know, like, well-spoken individual. Yeah, like, a perfect fit for the show. Like, way to go. Like, big shout-out to Kev. He's a, a great film critic, man. Good for him. He's the absolute best. I love if, Kev so much. If you want to add another podcast to your list, him and our friend McKenzie have a podcast called Austin Danger Podcast where they only review movies that are connected to Austin Powers. It just means they share either a cast member or crew member. And so it's like hundreds of movies long. Yeah, yeah. sure. Including Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Steven Spielberg did a cameo in Austin Powers 3. Yeah, yeah. there was very a fun idea. There was a very brief period of time in my life where I'm not ashamed to admit that I thought that Austin Powers gold member was the mm-hmm. peak of comedy. It's so funny. It's I still think it's funny. I I mean I rewatched that opening sequence a couple of weeks ago. It still cracks me up. I get it. Kevin yeah, Spacey's gross, up. but like, you know that opening sequence hilarious. So good. Well, it's Speaking even better now because like you can look at it and be like, oh, Tom Hanks is just copying Goldmember in his Elvis uh, <laughs> movie role. Fair enough. Speaking of Austin Powers and Goldmember, Kev only said one quote, and it's this one's for my homies in Bruges. From Doctor Evil, Doctor Evil, from Austin Powers and Gold Member, he just had to make sure Austin Powers got a got a shout out on this episode, and I respect it. That's funny. I was actually thinking, I was like, I don't remember that line from In Bruges. I was like, I, that doesn't sound like something Martin McDonough wrote. But, yeah. <laughs> you didn't see that? Uh, like right after uh, Gleason jumped to his death, he said, this "For my homies <laughs> in Bruges." Spoilers, bro. Spoilers. Uh, next one's from our buddy Highlander. Uh, his honorable mentions theme, it's all from the movie Inside Out, which I appreciate because the, the Mad Movies Discord just went through this absolute debacle uh, called the Eliminator Challenge, where they did they put all the Pixar movies on a like Google Doc, and every day we, uh, the Mad Movies Discord voted for the worst Pixar movie, and it got eliminated. So it took us like 25 or however many Pixar movie days, or however many Pixar movies there are, it took us that many days to get to like the winner. Uh, and it was a travesty. Coco got a, Coco got like sixth or seventh place and I still haven't recovered. Um, and so this is just him kind of egging on my frustration with that entire thing. Man, if you're, if you're bummed about Coco finishing seventh, I can't wait to hear your pins on some actually good Pixar movies. Okay. 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 <laughs> Wrong place, Shane. <laughs> we both had it as our number one in a, in an episode not too long ago. It's the best Pixar movie. It's not close either. Uh, Highlanders honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is congratulations, San Francisco. You have ruined pizza. First the Hawaiians and now you from inside out. So good. Yeah, great, great line. You know, uh, one of these days, 
Lewis Black, if he if he was really cool, what he should do is just record, just record the lines and then put it out there on the internet, and the internet will do its thing. He should record the Lewis Black R-rated version of Inside Out <laughs> and just all of his characters' lines, but just with all the F-bombs that you want Lewis Black to drop, and then someone will just mix it into the movie. Like, that's what needs to happen. Lewis Black, come on. Really Find good. one Saturday afternoon where you're free, pour yourself a tall glass of whiskey, and let's just knock this out, bud. Let's just do it. What else is he up to, honestly? Yeah. He yeah, can't really. be that busy. <laughs> uh, his next one is, we should lock the door and scream that curse word we know. It's a good one. Yeah. Great line. Uh, and then finally, the foot is down. The foot is down. <laughs> yeah. So good. Great lines. Uh, his top 10, number 10 is from Soylent Green. The line is Soylent Green is people. Whoa, no spoilers, idea. man, for that movie. <laughs> no idea what that is. Yeah, so, I didn't, I didn't understand that quote. So, okay. Uh, oof. All right. Uh, so for anybody who's over 30 uh, in the audience, Soylent Green is a movie from the 70s with Charlton Heston where it's a dystopian future and the entire population is fed on this government-provided food sustenance bar-type, gel-type kind of nebulous food substance called Soylent Green. And through a series of events, you know, because movies, um, Charlton Heston kind of gets involved with a conspiracy and then, you know, spoilers, at the end of the movie, he realizes that Soylent Green is made up of dead people. They get, like, mushed into oh. bits and bars or whatever. And so he runs around the town screaming, Silent Green is people! In that a way that only Charlton Heston can do. Um, but yeah, that revelation is, it, it's great. It's a good, yeah, but that is the kind of the spoiler of the movie. So when you know that going in, it does take some of the sting out of the movie. But still, it's a, it's a film worth watching. Okay, yeah. Uh, all right, his number nine is from Taxi Driver. It's you talking to me. Yeah. Number eight. You talking? Number eight is from almost b- almost put that on my list, but again, Robert De Niro just improvised that on camera right there in the day, on the day, you know. So couldn't make my list. Nice. Uh, number eight is I'll be back, Terminator. Uh, nice. Apparently, uh, apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger kept fighting with James Cameron, and he wanted to say I will be back. Uh, because he's like, that's what a robot would worse. say. And I James Cameron was back. like, you're fucking crazy. The line is all oh. back. Say the line. Like, I want Wait, to that say. makes sense, though. Like, why would a robot say I'll yeah, be? Just, yeah. It sounds worse, though. It sounds know. worse. Yeah, I mean, to, Danny's right. Like, he, like, yeah. James, like, James Cameron's right. Like, no, the line is I'll be back. Like, that's yeah. the line. Just say it, Arnold. Yeah. Uh, his number seven is from The Shootist. It's uh, I won't be wronged. I won't be insulted. And I won't be laid a hand on. I don't know these things to other people. And I require the same from them. Great movie. Paramount movie, yeah. Uh, Number six is uh, from Pulp Fiction. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? (laughs) Say what again? I dare you. I double dog (laughs) dare Say what again, motherfucker? (laughs) I love almost every line in that movie, but it is the fans of that movie are so goddamn annoying. They're just so annoying. It's It's like Fight Club fans. It's just like, yeah, we know the movie's good. Why are you angry about it? I will say, though, uh, Paramount just completed a 4K HDR restoration of Pulp Fiction, and it's coming out towards the end of the year, and it looks great. <laughs> so You heard it here first. Yeah, go buy it right now. That's Yeah, go buy it. Uh, number five is Why So Serious from The Dark Knight. Nice. A plus. Uh, four is You're Going to Need a Bigger Boat from Jaws. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Three is Houston. We have a problem. Yeah, that Apollo almost made 13. my list, too. Yeah. Oh, good. 
Number two is I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy from The Departed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Really good. It's a great line. Number one is Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth from Rush Hour? Yeah. Fair enough. Chris Tucker. Fair That's enough. Number one. Good list. Uh, next one Thanks, is from. Next one's from our friend Pat. Twin Peaks. Pat. Twin Peaks. Hey, Pat. Pat. Yeah. Loves the Pat. restaurant Twin Peaks. <laughs> Not Don't the TV show. Him. <laughs> Don't put that on Pat. Um, he says, my dearest Kings of Rank and honored guest, Batman Shane. Oh. I hope this missive finds you all well. You probably know where I'm going with this, so buckle in. Your pal, Pat. His honorable mentions, this first one is Let's Rock, the man from another place in Twin Peaks Season 1, Episode 2. Just fully buying into the bit. I love Pat so much. Uh, B is Diane never drink coffee that has been anywhere near a fish. Dale Cooper, Twin Peaks season one, episode one. Okay. His next one is got a light. The woodsman from Twin Peaks, the return part eight. So I appreciate, I love a good bit and Pat's very good at him. It's number 10 is, uh, from Mulholland, Mulholland drive. It's Silencio, the blue haired lady from Mulholland drive. What a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah, but there's one scene that does kind of stick into the mind there. Uh, but, uh, we'll, we can get into that. after. <laughs> okay. Calm down, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Lynch so much. Like as a person, I hate watching his movies. I'd love to hang out with him. Seems like a fun guy. Yeah. Yeah. Number nine is what's in the box. It's not, not from seven though. It's, Paul Atreides in Dune, 1984. Oh. This is pick. Wow, what a swerve. What a swerve. Okay. Love it. Uh, number eight is this is where mechanical excellence and 1,400 horsepower pays off, Mr. Eddie in the Lost Highway. I don't know that uh, one. Number seven is my name is a killing word, uh, Paul Muad'Dib from Dune. Yeah, from Dune. 1984. Uh, six is my life is full because I know I'm loved. It's John Merrick from The Elephant Man. Yeah, are these all? David they, all these films? are all David Lynch films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked up the trend after the second Dune quote. Again, I just really love a good bit. Uh, number five is "You Dying Lady," Street Person Number One from Inland Empire. Uh, four is "Tell Me of Your Homework, Usul." Uh, it's another one from Dune. All these Dune names that I can't did you think. have you guys seen the '84 Dune? Yeah, it's so uh, bad. It's... I got about thirty minutes into it until I quit. Yeah, yeah, kind of saw that coming. Yeah, it's, look, I'm not going to sit here and defend the '84 Dune. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah. and there's just no point watching it anymore because the Denny version is so freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three is I'm not an animal. I am human being. I'm a man. It's from the Elephant Man. Two is a beginning is a very delicate time, also from Dune. Uh, and his number one is from Inland Empire. It's the ambulance guys. They say, what the fuck happened here? I say, he come to a reaping what he had been sowing. That's what. They say, fucker been sowing some kind of heavy shit. <laughs> it's Nick, Nicky from Inland Empire. Inland Empire yeah. is an interesting film, and I use interesting in severely large quotes. I, look, David Lynch got into a period where like, well, I called the Michael Mann period where he was interested in shooting movies on the cheapest possible digital camera that he could find. Laura Dern turns in this weird spellbinding performance in that movie, which is like really long. It's like three hours long, but nice. oof, oofa doofa. That's a tough movie <laughs> to sit through. Cause it looks like crap. It looks like your cousin shot it over a weekend and somehow he hoodwinked Laura Dern into the movie too. You know, I honestly don't think I've ever seen that a complete David Lynch movie. I think the 20 minutes of do 1984 is the only day. Watch Lynch crash course in David Lynch, watch Mulholland drive and watch blue velvet. Um, Okay. That's really all you need. Elephant Man is like the one non-David Lynch movie because it's like well, a biofilm. He has a Disney movie, the whatever journey. 
he made a Disney movie. It's a PG movie about a guy who rides his tractor to like go visit his brother or something like that. Nice. It's, okay. It's like a movie yeah. they showed in class, like at my school. Nice. Which All makes right. no sense. Yeah, I, full disclosure, like, I like David Lynch. I don't love David Lynch, so I, I've not seen all of his works. But but Mulholland Drive is a movie that's real weird, but it, you get the sense that, like, if I sat down and sketched this thing out, I could make sense of the movie. Uh, and Blue Velvet's interesting, too, but that's about where it ends for me. I like David Lynch, but his movies are not my jam, really. Weird-ass gotcha. movies, best hair in the biz. <laughs> Killer hair. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. Can't relate, unfortunately. Yeah, he constantly uh, looks like he licked a nine volt battery. You know. <laughs> Next one's from our friend Hannah. Um, a lot of these are like conversations between a couple of people, so they're not just short quotes. She kind of cheated, but that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna let it happen. She says, "There's no order because I don't think I could possibly make that call." Got some inspiration in there and cracked for hopeless romantics, and had to include a couple of funnier ones in there so I wouldn't start crying at my desk. Keep up the great podcasting, and I'm not going to make any references to mayonnaise this time. You did. All the best, Hannah. You just did. She did. She did. Uh, Her first one's from About Time. It's actually the quote from my list. We're all traveling through time together every day of our lives. All we can do is our best to relish this remarkable ride. What a great quote. What a good movie. great movie, too. I know it's been mentioned on the show like multiple times, but like, what is just a wonderfully sweet movie that's like, it's, it's written from the perspective of somebody who has lived a life and kind of understands yeah. that it's fleeting and it's just like, yeah, it's that is definitely a movie that it's like, it's not going to win any Academy Awards and it's not going to make anybody's right. like, you know, 100 greatest movies. But it is a movie that everybody should watch, like, period. Yeah. It's such a good it's film. Yeah, One of our favorites here on the show, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next one's from Mulan. It's the flower that boom, blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of all. So sweet. This is the live, the live action Mulan, right? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> course it is uh our next one is uh, sort of a conversation from seeking a friend for the for the end of the world so i wish i'd met you a long time ago when we were kids it couldn't have happened any other way it had to happen now but it isn't enough time it never would have been is, it, is yeah, that the one with one. uh steve carell steve carell kira knightley yeah and then i think uh i think our boy from the oc is in that uh um oh my Commissioner god Commissioner gordon no <laughs> From the OC. Oh, uh, Adam Brody. Yeah, I think Adam Brody's like the ex-boyfriend in that movie. I love Adam Brody. Since we're uh, since we're going R-rated, uh, and we just mentioned uh, Adam Brody, did I, has anybody ever seen the movie Thank You for Smoking? No. Mm-mm. There's a lot. Okay. It's a great film. It's Jason Reitman's first film, and it's really, okay. really funny. But there's a scene in the movie where Adam Brody plays like an agent, and they go into Rob Lowe's office. He's like the head of like CAA or William Morris, like one of those. And Adam Brody's like leading some people into the office and he sees like another coworker and he just randomly goes, he says something effective. is like, Hey, fucked your mom in the ass with a broomstick last night. And she loved it. And then everyone's like, what the fuck? And he's like, don't worry about it. It's an inside joke. And it just, and it just moved, but it moves so fast that you're like, what just happened? What was that? It comes out of left field and it's, and it's pulled off in only the weird snarky way that Adam Brody could say it. So as much as I love like Kid Detective and some of the other movies he's been in, when I think of Adam Brody, I think of him doing finger guns and saying that really <laughs> offensive line uh, to another coworker. And yeah, oh, thank you for smoking is great. It's I think that both of you would really like it if you haven't seen it. 
I'm in. I'm yeah, just from that it. description, I'm going to watch that movie. There's another quote, actually, that I did think about uh, th- that didn't make my list. It would have been like 20 or 30. But at one point, the son asks Aaron Eckhart, who's playing the dad, what makes America the greatest country in the world? And without missing a beat, he goes, our endless appeal system. Uh, anyways, <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't write that down, he said. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, our next one, her, Hannah's next one is from Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. It's uh, Your Life is an Occasion. Rise to it. Good. Oh. Inspiring. Love it. Uh, next one, The Sandlot. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. You'll never go wrong. A plus. Also from my list. And another one from my list. What are we holding on to, Sam? That there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. I think Hannah copied my list somehow. I think she I think did. She I think she cheated. I somehow think... got an advanced copy, and I don't know how. But I think the two of you are in cahoots, and I think that this is what's happening here. Is that <laughs> I yeah. would never how dare you. <laughs> I think we're uh, overestimating how easy it would be to predict that Danny would have that Lord of the Rings quote on his list. <laughs> yeah, and also the Sandlot quote on my list, and also an about time quote. Listen, I'm predictable. That's fine. Uh, next one's from Sleepless in Seattle, which I still haven't seen, by the way. Oh, I don't know why. Danny, know you I, have a kid that acts like an adult in that movie, which you love. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. yeah it's my, it, weirdly, I do. Yeah. I don't know why. But <laughs> is Sleepless is in Seattle the me. one that has the quote where it's like, you've got mail? No, that... <laughs> Shade, don't do this. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was I'm about kidding. to correct you. I was like, oh, he's just being a dumbass. <laughs> uh, the quote is, well, I'm going to get out of bed every morning, breathe in and out all day long. Then after a while, I won't have to remind myself to get out of bed every morning and breathe in and out. And then after a while, I won't have to think about how I had it great and perfect for a while, which that's heartbreaking. I don't oh, want to watch this movie now. Danny, it's it is so good. Me. It is yeah. so good. Dude, Sleepless in Seattle is great. Uh, next one from Remember the Titans, another tearjerker. Only Ken's allowed in here. Alice, are you blind? Don't you see the family resemblance? That's my brother. Oh, instant waterworks for oh. me every time that yeah, comes dude. on that movie. So I think uh, uh, Ken has probably talked about it on the Mad About Movies podcast, and Richard has probably talked about it as well. We had a teacher in seventh or eighth grade that for six months, no joke, when Remember the Titans came out on DVD he would go home every night and rewatch the movie. And then he would bring the DVD in and we would just watch that scene in class. And then the rest of the movie. So there was a period of time for six months where I watched two thirds, one quarter, you know, a half of the, of remember the Titans. It's a fantastic film. I love that movie. Um, and Ty, you said on a podcast about a year ago that you cannot remember the guy, uh, the, the 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 guy who plays the quarterback, I, I like. I'm forgetting his, his name is Wood Son. Harris. Yeah, that's his actual name. I agree with you that I do think of him as the as the guy from Remember the Titans first. But after watching The Wire, now I just think of him as Avon Barksdale, like because he's so good in The Wire. That's what I think of him as. But yeah, Remember the Titans, great film, good good choice on the quote. That's emotional terrorism the, from your teacher making you watch that every day. And he did it for six months, like it was unreal. What? Like, the looking best. back, it was like, man, you are really coasting through this teaching job. You're just putting on Remember the Titans for an hour and a half. That's your class? Okay, sure. The best part of that movie, it's not the quote. It's just when Gary Bertier raises his hands in there. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, right, cool. I'm I'm openly weeping no matter where mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, her next one is, I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to love you, too, from La La Land. Um, and then the last one <laughs> last one is from fantastic mr fox 
Uh, why a fox? Why not a horse or a beetle or a bald eagle? I'm saying this more as like existentialism, you know? Who am I? And how can a fox ever be happy without, you'll forgive the expression, a chicken in its teeth? I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds illegal. <laughs> we all know the best quote from Fantastic Mr. Fox is... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that movie's uh, next, so freaking good. I love that yeah. movie so much. Yeah, look, Two emails left. I'm just going to say it on the record. La La Land stinks. That movie's terrible. That but, is like such La La a weirdly divisive. You know who hates La La Land? Everyone from L.A. They closed down the 405 for like two months to shoot that stupid dance sequence. And the big thesis at the end of the movie is that, get this, folks, being famous takes a lot of hard work. <laughs> what, what a shot. I mean, what, wow. I mean, amazing. So what a fun. revelation. Oh, jeez. So I, like, I like La La Land, and you can't stop me, old man. <laughs> That's fine. You, you are allowed to like it, but I'm just saying that movie is... And I think Damien Chazelle's a great director, but that movie is just kind of, you know... Uh, next one's from Callie, our good friend Callie Hochstetler. She says, hey, Rank Kings, I think Alex has officially given up on sending in lists, so I've just included my list this week. Poor Alex, man. He lost, They did this thing, Shane, I know you're behind on, uh, very behind on episodes. Callie and uh, Alex are married, and they oftentimes will both send in lists, and so we've created a mini game of, like, a mini judging to see which one wins. Callie always wins pretty much every time that they yeah. do this. And Alex has just given up, poor guy. I, uh, listen, I need, Al I need more Alex lists. I need him real bad. I think he was, like, one for five before he quit. Yeah, well, um, look, I can honestly say this. I, I actually, uh, Callie and I had a little conversation last night on the Discord about uh, Don't Worry Darling. So I, she's smart as a whip. So I uh, suspect that her Hi, lists man. are fantastic. Don't know Alex as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, come on, man. Get those lists going. Like, I'm sure that you've got some valid opinions. Get them on the show. Let's talk. Let's get this rivalry going again. Thank you. You heard it here, Alex. Now you have to. Batman Shane. Too. You got called to. out, man. I'm calling you out. Let's go. Uh, she says, making this list made me want to rewatch all my favorite movies, so you'll probably see my letterbox consists of only these films for the next few weeks. Her honorable mentions are, uh, oh, look, another glorious morning. Makes me sick from Hocus Pocus. I love Hocus Pocus. Uh, <laughs> Did you Hocus watch Pocus the second one? Coming out next month, right? I haven't yet. Oh, it's not out yet? Yeah. I thought it was out already. Oh, I thought it, come, I it came out in October. Maybe it's already out. I did not know. Either that. way, I'm not going to watch it till closer to Halloween. Just, you get it. It's the season. If if we uh, should watch a movie was still valid, you guys would make me watch Hocus Pocus two specifically because maybe. I've never seen the first one. So that would be I, that, I thought that was going to be the <laughs> that was a good bit. Year. Yeah, Halloween. that was a really good bit that we did. Yeah, but Halloween Town two slaps though. Yeah, like, come on. I mean, it doesn't. But that episode slaps. I'll give you that. <laughs> Making you watch two without letting you watch one was a really good. <laughs> yeah, bit that's funny. <laughs> um. Her other honorable mention is, like, do you one better? Who's Gamora? I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? The entire scene from Avengers Infinity yeah, War. Great so, scene. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is from Legally Blonde. What? Like, it's hard? Yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. God, what a good line. Yeah. Legally that Blonde. That movie's film. freaking awesome. I love that, that movie, movie so much. Yeah. yeah. A-plus movie. Uh, number 9 is from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 6.30 dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. <laughs> If Jim Carrey was funny, that'd be you. Yeah. Maybe on my list. Y'all know how we feel about Jim Carrey on this podcast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. There's Jim Carrey hatred here? On he this has podcast? one good movie, and it's The Truman Show. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's just not funny. Not, he's not, not funny, funny at all. I don't think he's funny. Uh, fair enough. I guess you got to be on kind of his brand of whimsy, but like, yeah, if, 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 I'm a little bit older than you guys. Like, man, that, like his run of like, 
the mask and you know uh, Ace Ventura and yeah that was that was seminal man that was seminal <laughs> I'm here for Jim Carrey maybe not I think current Jim Carrey but like 1994 Jim Carrey I'm here for it I think maybe that run was to you what like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore were to me and Ty yeah yeah probably probably yeah um her number eight is for, from Ty's list sorry my prod is at the cleaners along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip flops you pretentious douchebag. Yes, pick. greatest line in movie uh, history. Number seven from Pride and Prejudice. You have bewitched me, body and soul. Good movie. Good movie. Good oh, line. Yeah. Which which Pride and Prejudice? There's like seven of them. You have to assume the Keira Knightley one. Yeah, almost certainly the Keira Knightley one. Okay, this one, um, that one, right there. Yeah, that one. Right <laughs> oh wow, look at that. He's got a print of it too. Well, yeah. well, all right, fair enough. Good print. Good movie. Uh, number six is from Harry Potter the Death of Hallows Part 2 of course it's happening inside your head Harry but why on earth should that mean it's not real A plus yeah. so good uh, number five I have no idea what I'm going to do tomorrow how exciting from Night at the Museum Secret of the Tomb uh, <laughs> wow cool f- what Listen, a cool. I love Night at yeah. the, I love the Night at the Museum I, movies I will forever yeah I don't care like what people think about those I love them they're not great I love them I love them so much uh, number four, the iconic Never Tell Me the Odds from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Number three, from When Harry Met Sally. Another shout out to that movie. Uh, I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. Yeah. What a great line. Good God, quote. what a good movie. It's the best rom-com of all time. Nor- right? Nora Ephron wrote uh, When Harry Met Sally, right? And Rob Reiner yes. directed it. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. What a murderous row of talented uh, filmmakers. Jeez, geez, Louise. And also Meg Ryan's. In yeah. It. And Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal and uh, Carrie Fisher. And uh, who's the friend? Bruno Kirby. Bruno Kirby. Like, yeah. That, yeah. What a that guy actor Bruno Kirby is. Um, number two. Uh, it's from Little Women. It's she said it's really the entire Lori monologue, but specifically, it's no use, Joe. Joe, we've got to have it out. I've loved you ever since I've known you, Joe. God, what a good, good scene. Timmy C, greatest actor alive. Yeah, it's tough to quote stuff from that movie because there's so many great monologues that it's hard to isolate mm-hmm. one or two lines. So yeah. I feel yeah. I feel your pain there trying to isolate. Yeah, it's like Glengarry Glen so, Ross. So much of it is about the delivery too that it's hard to pull out of context. A lot of them. Yeah. Um, and then number one, also from my list, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, that's true. Lots of lots of people emailing in with quotes from my list. Not a lot from Ty's list. Well, it doesn't matter because I already won. So Crazy <laughs> how that happens. Uh, <laughs> last one's from our, our, our buddy Jaeger, who always has really funny emails. He says, hello and welcome to the Rank Kings, the podcast that answers the age-old question. Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he put on a dress and played a girl bunny? <laughs> Wayne's World, yeah. <laughs> God, it's so good. Uh, thank baby. you, Danny. And- <laughs> if you barf and she runs... And it was never meant to be. But if you hurl, she stays. <laughs> God. So we just so uh, Paramount just did a restoration on that movie, and we did a screening of it um, where a friend of the show Tanner uh, joined the screening with me. And, and yeah. uh, Tanner's the coolest. Yeah, she is, and she's uh, so she came to to the screening. Penelope Spheris, the director, was there, and she told some pretty wild stories about the making of that movie. But it's like. That, uh, just like a lot of famous movies, that movie seems like it kind of came together and was like 
at the last second and was like held together by like glue and duct tape. You know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. but it's such a delightfully wacky movie. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, what a great film. So yeah, yeah I get it. You're going to spew, uh, spew in this. <laughs> my dad <laughs> without fail says that to me and all of my brothers when we're like, when we're sick and like feel like we're dying Without fail, he'll go. If you're gonna spew, spew into this. With this if you're if your dad's up. committed, he would have a stack of those little cups, <laughs> just ready for the bit. <laughs> you know, so the te- the second anyone's temperature goes above a hundred, he's got the cup in his pocket ready to go. Uh, I saved Jaegers for last because it's it's very good. But he said, "Thank you, Danny and Ty, for making me write this list and remind myself that I will always be an immature twelve year old boy." Also, I apologize in advance as there are several f bombs in this list. I didn't don't get the chance to use any myself throughout the day, so I have to live vicariously through movie characters cursing. That's okay. Put the explicit tag on this one. This is your your free chance. We are working uh, blue this evening. Number ten from a league of their own. That's some good peeing. <laughs> Just a really great moment. That movie, so funny from uh, Madonna's yeah. character. Uh, number nine is from Twister. Meg's Gravy is practically a food group. <laughs> I love Twister. Have we talked about that on the show? I love that movie. I have a weird relationship with that movie. One, it's just so ridiculous that like mm-hmm. Ty now should love it. But I watched it at a very young age, and I lived in Bryan College Station when I watched it, and we were like right on the edge of Tornado Alley, like right mm. on the end. So I was scared. My biggest yeah. fear was tornadoes when I was yeah. there. I thought a tornado yeah, flying, would suck and me flying out. cows yeah. specifically. Ty, you and I have the exact same story. I think if thirty-five-year-old Shane watched that movie today, I would love it. But when, however old I was when that movie came out, terrified me to no end. And to date, I am still freaked out by the idea of a tornado. Earthquakes, bring them on. Hurricanes, yeah. I don't even get out of bed for a hurricane. But tornadoes. Uh, by the way, I'm just kidding. I know there's a hurricane happening in Florida. Like I'm, ju- I'm just kidding. Just yeah, kidding. Bad timing. Yeah, shame. bad timing. Oof, what an off <laughs> joke. Uh, but tornadoes freak me out to a point where it's like, oof, they scare me. So yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Twister in probably 20 years, but I bet I'd like it if I watched it again. That one's due for a remake, I think. I would watch that remake. Um, I'd be. I, I wouldn't say no. Uh, like starring like. Jonathan Majors, of course. I mean, if, they they did you know, remake maybe it. Maybe Glenn Powell. I'm just kidding. They did remake it, but yeah, John, oh, good lord, yeah. I, I know you're obsessed with uh, Glenn Powell. They did remake it, but, but of course, so. because things have to escalate every couple of years, like they remade it, but they just put sharks in the tornado. Sharks this in time. It. Dang yeah. it, Shade! I saw it coming from a mile away. Jaegers uh, <laughs> yeah, raids from the Fox and the Hound, and we'll always be friends forever, won't we? Yeah, forever. Now I'm going to start crying again. Thanks, Jaeger. Uh, number seven uh, is Buddy the Elf from Elf. So good news. I saw a dog today, which is a great line. A I would have, I almost was like, should I put an elf? Because I quote it all the time because I love that movie. Should I put, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Oh, I tell Narwhal. People they smell like, I tell people they smell like beef and cheese all the time. <laughs> it's one of my go-to insults. Um. <laughs> Number six from Ty, one of our favorite movies, D2 The Mighty Ducks. Greenland is covered with ice, and Iceland is very nice. <laughs> I will remember that forever. I know. It's I now know favorite. a thing about both Greenland and Iceland because of this dumb quote. It's my favorite movie. thing to do to Danny is I tell him that fact. Like, it's the first time he's ever heard it, but he knows exactly where it's from. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a good movie. Uh, number five from one of my favorite movies and maybe my favorite moment in this movie. It's from Speed. 
Uh, fuck me. Oh, darn. <laughs> Do you remember that part? I don't. It's been so long since I've seen Speed. I, I Jack, guarantee it's... Keanu Reeves is like looking under the bus and he, he sees the bomb and he's got... Isn't that Cameron from Ferris Bueller yeah. is the tourist yeah. who's got the walkie-talkie and is like relaying... And uh, so Keanu Reeves sees the bomb and goes, oh, fuck me. The guy translating for him goes, oh, darn. And he's got it so perfectly timed. We should laugh every time. Uh, number four, God, this go- from Varsity Blues, yes. which I don't think we talked about, but I love yes. it. They pulled out their waiters, pressed them against glass down at the Alano Club while the girls were rehearsing their Christmas pageant. <laughs> <laughs> the old guy. Shane, have you seen Varsity Blues? No, many times. I mean, not only did I see it when I was young, it's a Paramount movie. I've worked on it a, a bunch, but yeah, I, I mean, it's I a great. It. I mean, I don't know if it's a great film, but it's a fun film. I mean, oh, it sucks, and I love it. Honestly, I, like, but I, I feel like I've said this to other people in my just my random as well. I don't want. Your life, Your life. <laughs> that comes up, and then the, you. The Texas accents in this in that movie are offensive. They're, They're so, so offensive, yeah. but I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and then also here's the other thing, dude. I was stunned that that tan. She's a tan. Didn't make your actual list, Danny. I was like, so I was like looking I, for that. Now that now that we're talking about it, you asked me earlier, like, what are some funny dumb quotes? I almost put Miss Davis. We got a problem. Was, <laughs> yeah. That was on a rough draft of my of your list. list yeah, for fair sure. enough. God, that movie uh, is freaking amazing. It's, it's so bad, and I love it's, it. It's it's not bad. Uh, it's just the movie's junk food. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like that movie is like a drunk Taco Bell. It's like it's like yes. eating Taco Bell at two in the morning when you're drunk. That's yes. what that movie is. It's not bad. It's just a very yeah. particular itch that you want to scratch, and it's so fun. That yeah. movie's great. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Number three from Step Brothers. I'm not the one staring at me. Which also makes me laugh every single time. Uh, number two from my cousin Vinny. No self-respecting Southerner uses instant grits. Yes. Great moment. What a good and moment. just so another, so true. Yeah, it's another just really so, great movie. The grits thing, like there are people in my family who would watch that grit scene and be like, "Yes, absolutely, yes, he is one hundred percent right." <laughs> they get legitimately offended to their core with yeah you know, instant grits. Uh, and his number one's from Aaron Brockovich. That's all you got, lady. Two wrong feet and fucking ugly shoes. Yes, great moment, Danny. Yeah. Have you seen Aaron Brockovich? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I have actually. Yeah, yeah, great movie. Uh, thanks again for the pod. It's good. To, uh, it's good to be back after the month. We shall not speak of. This is Jaeger reminding you once again: don't put Twinkies on your pizza. Thanks, Jaeger. He doesn't like Harry Potter. He's not a Harry Potter guy, so he oh, skipped all of August. Okay, I was about to say, did we do something to Jaeger? Yeah, I was like, man, what did you guys do to this guy? Jeez, <laughs> he's skipped, he skipped August. He's not a Harry Potter guy, which I'm fine. I is a him. don't put Twinkies on your pizza a movie quote? Yeah, it's uh, from Heavyweights. Took oh, me a minute. It took me a minute God. to get it. Yes. Uh, it took me a minute to get oh, it, but God. the second you said it, I was like, I've heard that somewhere. And then it's from Heavyweights. That movie, uh, love that movie. Like that's a, that is a movie that a again time. I saw that when I was young, and I like I've watched it again. It holds up because Ben Stiller like is incredible, mm-hmm. and also Judd Apatow wrote that movie. Like oh, he has wow. these oh, credited wow. screenwriter on that movie. It was like one of his first things. Paul Feig is the one who plays the skinny counselor. Yeah. Um, incredible film but like that is a movie that like i would fist fight somebody who said that they didn't like it i'd be like really well you missed the it's point it's been a long time i do remember loving it though buddy buddy <laughs> uh all right we're ready to get out of here 
Let's go I for it. I think so. It's been been about an hour and a half yeah. of this judging portion. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I feel like every time I come on the show, I drag it out a little bit, but that's, I don't I'm, know. Listen, I'm not complaining. We love a long judge portion. Yeah. And you know what? Look, I, I just, you guys are so fun, and it's always such a treat to come on the show that I just enjoy hanging out with you guys. So thank you, as always, for bringing me on the show, and uh, hope it hope it was a fun episode for all the listeners. Thank you for all the emails, and uh, join the Discord. Please come talk to us. Join the kingdom, Ooh. the rank kingdom. The rank kingdom, yeah. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening to the Rank Kings. Huge thank you to Batman Shane. We love you. Thank you so much for being on. We always appreciate when you're always you decide to join us. Um, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rank Kings Pod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord. It's free, and you can find the link to that in our social media bios on our show notes. Uh, we will be we will be back with a new episode next week. Until then. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs>